What's going on, y'all? Gazerine 2K back here with another episode of the Gust of Wind podcast. Uh, I have Steuben in my general vicinity. I'm not sure. I still don't know if it's my left or right, Stu. Where are you? Uh, technically, if you're watching the video version, I am to your left. Like if they're okay, facing so I've us. Been to my, to my I'm on. Head. I'm on your right. So stage left, <laughs> your right. Steuben's here. He's here somewhere. <laughs> That's all I know. I don't, I don't know where, but he's here somewhere. Uh, Stuby. What's Tell up? me about your week, bro. Uh, pretty quiet actually. Uh, boss man was in California all week, uh, so I worked through most of the weekend. Had Sunday off. Emily and I we went to a, uh, a fruit farm, like a pumpkin patch fruit farm, little like middle of nowhere in Ohio uh, farmers marketplace called White House Fruit Farms, and it was super awesome. We got donuts, apple cider, got hot sauce, uh, jelly, apple butter, uh, licorice. It, it was wow. it, it awesome. And then like we got like this like little uh metal painted uh pot planter for like flowers and it's like painted like this derpy frankenstein dude and then like there's just this big red set of bums hanging out of its head and then we got like a little like light up Aww. ghosty sign it was a good time that's okay, so cute so, so many questions um <laughs> you stayed in the middle of nowhere of, of ohio isn't that literally like the middle of nowhere anyway like that's ohio? like ohio <clears throat> yeah world. yeah yeah you we actually had to go through a town through a cornfield to get there so yes, exactly. yeah. And then the second thing you said, you guys had hot sauce, jelly, uh, licorice, donuts, apple butter. apples. Yeah, yeah. Apple butter. Did all that go together? You didn't eat all together. No, 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 no. It's like all like individually oh, made and different items we bought. Bro, I thought you were. I, I don't know what I thought, but yeah. The donuts so, were okay. really. The donuts are really good. They had one that was apple cider flavored, and ah, oh, it was perfect. <laughs> okay, so a, a nice, a nice weekend. That's yeah. Good. Yep. Yep. How about you? I'll tell you about my week. Okay, so, stupid. what is my favorite deck right now? Uh, well, your deck of the week changes every week. One week it's Reggie's, one I'm week it's Reggie. Stones, I'm then it's Zorark, then it's Palky and Ice Rider, and Palky like and Kirim, and you've been playing a lot of Zorark, though. It's, it's been a lot of Zorark. I've been taking the locals, uh, the group I, I play with, they, uh, they don't like Zorark, they say it's not good. So I took it to uh, different team challenges and team qualifiers. I kept getting knocked out by the guy that plays Reggie. So I, I don't. I took a uh, Dunn Sparks out of my deck, and he kept oh, knocking me out. Yeah, it was a mistake. And I, I can do anything. I, yeah, I wanted to make it a turbo uh, list, and it works. And I beat Palkia. I beat Mew. I beat everybody. But then I get to the you know top four, and there he is, and he's just like Reggie Rock, go bow. I finally qualified Friday. Congrats! Um, Congrats! Because he he qualified Wednesday, so he's out the way. I ran through everybody Friday, qualified for a team challenge, uh, played in the tournament this past Monday after everyone was giving me a hard time about it yesterday, and I took top four there too. And this was just a regular just tournament, no team challenge. But my thing is, I'm just saying Zoark has a place in this meta. I feel like it could really be well. It, I mean, it's it, top eight in yeah, the last regional. Yeah, it did. Uh, have you looked at that list? That list is nice. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, I did look smooth. at it. The um, yeah. double parasol. Uh, Piqued my interest. Not even the parasol, the Sharon. The Sharon's care come in, comes in <clears throat> handy more than you think. Like my my deck loses my deck beats like all the big meta, but it loses the lost spots, which is everywhere. So I'm like, yeah, I'm losing to the most popular deck, but I can beat Palkia, Mew, everything else, no problem. It's just yeah, I don't know how spots. like people didn't put two and two together with like Sharon scare, so like Sharon. just immediately well, like my my thought process was it's a glass cannon. I'd knock them out, they knock me out. We just go back and forth. It's just a slugfest. But single prizes don't just knock me out like that. So it's like mm -hmm. Sharon's care. So I love my list, but mm -hmm. I might start playing the other one. I just wish like we had like more insight on like that list and all the other lists from the regionals and like just 
everything that happened this past weekend and just because you know, this past weekend was Peoria, you know, in Illinois. Mm-hmm. And I wish we had someone like who just could like explain to us, you know, who's like there almost. Uh, gee. Like maybe talked about. Let me get out the handy dandy notebook and uh, we'll, we'll we'll get a clue for you, Gazer. I just wish we had like a like we could bring on a guest who like just was there for all that, seeing what happened firsthand, and just do you know anyone like that, Stu? I just I just hmm. wish. Man. I mean, I could try and talk to Chip and see if he'd come on, but <laughs> I don't know about that. Number one caster, Chip. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Who can get then, man? What are you thinking? Uh, well, what about Frosted Caribou? Shelby Boo? Who? I love Frosted Caribou. <laughs> well, well, what do you know? She just happens to have been in this Discord call the entire time anyways. Yeah. Don't Hello. tell me that. That's just crazy. Just hanging out in the back room, hiding behind a lamp like it's an episode of Blue's Clues. <laughs> Popping he, up in your window. He, he does this every week. <laughs> <laughs> people love it. My people, I mean like three people met, you know, who comment, you know, message me and say, hey, we love it. So three people love it. Okay. So, All right. Well, shout um, out to those three I, people. Yeah, keep providing for those three. The trio. Exactly. But no, we are joined today by the lovely Shelby Boo, Frosted Caribou herself. Uh, Boo, Miss Boo, Shel- Miss Shelby. Boo, Boo what, is, what, what, what Boo is good. Boo is good. Boo. Very good. Yeah. So, Boo, how are you? How are things? You uh, you got back not too long ago, right? Yeah, I got back. Wait, what's today? Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I got back yesterday. Yeah, I had I drove to peoria so it was like six and a half hour drive um okay. not too bad same drive that i made to columbus for naic um so i did that but that was because my plane was canceled like last minute so that one wasn't planned but then i was like actually i don't mind driving so for peoria there's like no direct flights in and it was super annoying it was turning like a two-hour trip into like eight hours because it was like fly here then fly there then fly here I was just like, whatever, I'll just drive it. I'd rather do that. Yeah. So, yeah, I got back like yesterday afternoon. I had to get up very early for something else this morning. And I didn't get to go to sleep till quite late because I had someone staying with me that was stopping on the way back home from Peoria. So Mm. I got very little sleep. So (laughs) after I did my thing this morning, I took like a four hour nap in the middle of the day. Power nap. I wish I could yes. get those in. I'm a snap. Oh, yes. Man. And now we're here. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Thanks for joining us. Uh, you, you like popped into like one of my streams on Twitch and I was like, oh my God, what? No way. This is, is this real? I like freaked out for a minute and I was like, I got to ask. I was like, would you join us on here? And when you said yes, I was like, all right, I'm going to DM you tomorrow. Uh, I was so excited. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that was the funniest reaction ever. I just was, I just like did a wave or something in stupid stream right when you were ending, too. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, is that Frosty Gear? And I was like, what? Frosty Gear? I, I did. I totally, I totally, yeah, I totally, I totally did. Yes, best reaction I've ever gotten. It was, it was, great. A, it was awesome. <laughs> I am curious, though, Boo. How'd you stumble across Stupin's stream? It was, he was streaming his uh, single price showdown. He used to do a series of it, uh, Tournaments on Limitless. Uh, yeah. It was once a month and became, you know, every, you know, bi-weekly. And uh, he just brought it back that week. How'd you come across that? Um, I actually, so when I play PTCGO, um, I like to watch streams as well. I've been absorbing a lot more content since I started casting. Um, so I usually just pull up a stream and start watching it. Um, and um, I don't know. You you all must know Optimal 60, Michaela, mm-hmm. right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Michaela actually told me that she's friends oh, with cool. you. And I was like, oh, Steuben. I think I've seen Steuben on Twitter or something. 
And so I kind of like knew you from online a little bit. Um, but then, yeah, when I popped on, like, who's streaming PTCGO? I saw your stream and I was like, whoa, I know Steven kind of. So yeah, I that's awesome. Enjoy that's awesome. That. Twice somewhere. Okay. Yeah. No, people really love those tournaments, except for the ones that, like, we don't ban anything and then it turns into oh. a nightmare. So, yeah. so for the context on the on the tournament series sometimes is like it's it's single prizer and like we started doing it before glc popped off and was a thing and then we would ban cards every time there was like a, a winner so uh we had a really large one in january of last year and pumpkin amy won and i was like all right well i'm gonna ban bird keeper i'm gonna ban rowlet and hoopa have a nice day <laughs> and so for the next tournament like people started playing oh we'll play infiltrator dragapult we banned that and eventually we had to ban wheezing and then we did one where we did no bans and it was nothing but wheezing mirror matches oh honestly. no and it was it was a it was a nightmare uh for all of that that sounds complicated and then this time <laughs> this time it was all uh lost box decks and it was just Sableye, Cramorant, Sableye, Cramorant back and forth. Oof. So and the next time, time when, uh, we're banning LDF. those. What about that time LDF won one with a, a Rapid Strike box? Yeah, yeah. LDF uh, plays in them every once in a while. And he won one with a, like, Urshifu. Um, baby Urshifu. Yeah, Baby oh. baby Urshifu, oh. Oh, uh, yeah. Octillery, and all these other Rapid Strike cards. And I was just like, well, I got to ban this card now, too. <laughs> Because then everyone's just going to see, oh, LDF won with this. This must be good. Yeah, let's all play it. Let's all yeah. play it. So, yeah. I well, uh, took top cool. four with uh, Weezing, and then, and then he banned it. I was like, what are you doing? I was going to win the whole thing next time with Weezing, and he banned it. I, I, didn't, I haven't played in it since. So, I, I refuse. <laughs> I, don't, so I, the ban. I don't think I could ever let Weezing come back into that format. Like, <sighs> I don't want to ban Comfy and, like, Chorus and uh, Mirage Gate, but you might have to. I no, I think they're okay as long as I ban uh, Sableye and Cramoran. I, I think it'd be all right. Yeah, Sableye's okay. a menace, man. Sableye's a menace. Sableye is a menace. It uh, definitely dominated this weekend uh, in Peoria. It did. It did. Tord, uh, you can't flush the Tord, as as I like to say sometimes. Uh, taking the dub over the whole thing with Lost Box. I've said it a few times before. You, no, what? You can't. He's so good. It's a, it's a bad pun, but like, come on. You, you can't. What hasn't no he won? Other than, what hasn't he won other than worlds? No matter how hard you try, you can't flush the toward. Okay. This was actually, I think, his first U.S. regional. Mm -hmm. that yeah. He yeah. He's he's been on an absolute tear. Yeah, it's crazy. This guy's a monster, man. He 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 goes to every like like every other regional. Like, I mean, he does it for a living. This? So yeah, like, <laughs> he's a monster, man. How are you doing this? He's not a monster. Yeah. Monster is like uh, too harsh of a word. Monster in a good way. Yeah, he's a beast. Okay. Uh, yes, a he's beast. a beast. There we go. There we go. That's an ultra much beast. Oh yeah, if he was an ultra beast, he'd be Buzzwell flexing those wins. <laughs> Buzzwell. <laughs> oh man all right oh, that's funny. so for people who don't know you boo they, uh -huh. they have to live under a rock obviously you've got a hundred thousand plus youtube uh subscribers yeah. <laughs> yeah at this point you got your uh your, your first play button which is awesome yeah, uh, i haven't even hung it on my wall it's just sitting in the box next to me actually that, you've I mean, that for what about three or four months now haven't you i know <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're busy. You're traveling. You're you're going Look, around to the, the events. Wall space? I don't have the wall space. Yeah, I don't know where to put it. 
So, but, but I'll have a new studio soon. There you go. Hanging it up. Let's go. <laughs> awesome. But for those that don't know you, for whatever chance, do you want to give a small little like self intro? Uh, yeah, sure. I am a full time content creator, and I guess now Pokemon TCG caster as well. Um, if you may have met me through, uh, I casted NAIC worlds and then um just recently peoria illinois was my first regional ever casted so that was really cool um but yeah normally i i'm on youtube i do card openings on youtube primarily where i they they get very silly i do pokemon impressions lots of memes lots of jokes lots of editing (laughs) and uh yeah that's about it (laughs) awesome so we're going to ask you uh, six random questions. We call this the six prize turn. Uh, our gazer and I are going to go back and forth. It's like an icebreaker Rapid sort of fire. segment. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Yeah. Just, everyone's uh, favorite so segment. Just, just answer off the top, off the rip, whatever comes to your mind. Just boom, blurt it out. Say it. Don't think about it. Got it. Gazer, you want to take this the first is like one? A, this is the, the, like the segment everyone's been asking about. Everyone's been, it, it's just, it's, it's sweeping the nation. <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> I don't know about the nation, but maybe like a couple, a, a couple states People in America. Can't, they can't get enough of that six, six prize. They can't get enough of it. I, maybe, I, I need more. Maybe Let's like go, maybe maybe me. like a Canadian province or whatever. But I don't know about the nation. Sweeping the Canadian provinces. <laughs> okay, so when you take it away, man, you start it. Oh off. man, all right. Uh, favorite non-Pokemon franchise? Um, probably like Studio Ghibli. Okay. Does that count? Yeah, that's a franchise. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a universe or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totoro. Okay. Um, if you didn't go with the name Frosted Caribou, what would you have called yourself? Oh, wow. That's a good one. I have no idea, actually. Frosted Caribou it was a very random thing. It was actually like my Xbox gamer tag, and it, I came about it very randomly. So probably oh, would It can't be as random as mine. But I'll, I'll tell you mine after you send me yours. How, mine how? was pretty random. Okay, so this is what happened. I'm looking for an Xbox gamer tag. I was on a website, like an auto name generator, just to like find one. And I didn't even find it from that. I actually accidentally clicked like an advertisement on the site that took me to like betting on racehorses <laughs> and on the roster for the racehorses. <laughs> one was Frosted and one was Caribou. And I just combined them. <laughs> and that's how it came about. Oh my God. I just thought it looked cute. Like I wrote it out and I was like, oh, this is cute. Let's like, go this. That was it. My little you brother, went. my little brother took like one of the random ones when he was a kid that Xbox oh, yeah, would give out. And like and he's you, yeah. and he stuck with it for like, you know, twenty something years now. Like it I was like, all right, whatever. That's me pretty much. There you go. Well. <laughs> okay. You win that one. You're right. <laughs> You're all right. right. Uh, mine was uh, mine came from a. Uh, I was I was making my PlayStation eight for my PlayStation okay, three, and I just got my PlayStation three. I got NBA two K. I said, "Oh, I want to play NBA two K." So I'm like, "Okay, I have to make a name for it." Um, what do I call myself? Uh, I'm just thinking about. It. I'm like, "What?" I, I nothing's coming to mind. And in the background, I have The Incredibles playing, mm-hmm. and one of the superheroes in The Incredibles he died. His name was Gazer Beam, and they they, they say his name in the background. Oh, you know, yeah, sometimes like Gazer Beam. Like, Gazer, that's a cool name. I'll yeah. be Gazer Beam. I type it in. I'm, yeah, I'll be Gazer Beam. I was like, wait. I'm going to play NBA 2K. I'll put 2K on it. Gazer Beam 2K. <laughs> and I was like, I was like 13 year old Gazer, 14 year old. And it, it's, it's just stuck. Eesh. And here I am. There you how, go. So, yeah, I'm, I'm honestly random, but yours is literally like. 
Yeah, I mean, mine it's is a random name generator, it, so it's literally yeah. the most random thing you could. Yeah, so you're right. And then you I win. found it even more randomly than that. So yeah, yeah. totally yeah. random. How, <laughs> how has Disney not come after you this entire time? I'm waiting for it to happen, and after that, I have to come up with a new name. So I'm waiting. I need to ask myself the question: If I wasn't Gazer Green, what would I call myself? I guess the I would become like this. GB. GB2K? Oh I have no idea what that probably just Pokey Boos what I would be if I didn't have Frosty Caribou. Eh, it's it's like a short version. Yeah. yeah, it's close enough. People that's... will recognize it. Yeah, that's Steven, like what my share, Instagram uh, is. Frosted Pokey. We ever share the origin of your name, Stupid. Not on the podcast. It's not it's not kosher Ooh. for the podcast. Ooh. We've I've, I've done it on like 18 plus streams on Twitch. You've been but, after dark. But, but not I can't, <laughs> we can't we can't hear because it involves uh things that aren't um acceptable everywhere and legally acceptable in some places so no well, yeah, i'd have I mean, to go cover my a... psyduck's ears yeah yeah <laughs> psyduck, don't listen. Actually, last week I, I stepped up. boo last week i stepped up and i talked about um uh um how can i say this nicely now uh drug oh <laughs> oh <laughs> so yeah how did so that I mean, come up <laughs> uh, long story Steven wanted okay. me to do a cosplay from a character from the Dave Chappelle show. I see. Yeah, yeah he was fe- he was fiending for Pax. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, So I understand. So yeah, yeah. he just, just kind of a lot. He kind of lost his mind there for a minute. Yeah, and I was like, wait, we're on YouTube. Can I sit on YouTube? Can I sit that on Twitch? Where can I say this? <laughs> so hey, Steven, it, everyone's asking for that after dark about Gus and Women. The people are they're demanding it. They're asking for it, man. They want the Gus and Women after dark. Ooh, that sounds fun. I, I don't think anyone's actually asked for that. <laughs> You're coming in droves just at the demanding it, man. It's happening. Look yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know. Gazer Beam 2.0 asked for just a new user in the chat. Oh, he, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's, he's got a lot of extra usernames on Twitch and on Twitter. <laughs> Gazer Beam 401. All viewers in here are just alternate Gazer Beam accounts. Yeah. <laughs> we demand more Gazer. No. Oh, All right, Steven, I think we're barely on question. What? Three. Yes. Turn, right? Yes. All right. Favorite brand of sleeves. Dragon Shield. Okay. That's that's about the standard. There's only been a couple non-Dragon Shield answers in like thirty-ish episodes of the pod. I'm gonna guess probably if they're not Dragon Shield, maybe Ultra Pro. Somebody. One, said. one person said Ultra Pro, and two people have said Ultimate Guard. See, Ultra Pro would be my mine if they were more sturdy because mm-hmm. I love their colors. Oh. As well, yeah, yeah. Well, Dragon Shield actually, I don't think you can beat Dragon Shield because of the dual mat, like yeah, that's just, just way too sick. Yeah, I just leave up my Zoroark yesterday with the dual mats, and they were I, they were brand new. I should have known not to do that, but I'm trying to yeah. shuffle. I'm like, whoa, and it was, and it was like, all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> it was so nice though. I had another deck in dual mats. They, you know, they were it was beautiful. So like, yeah. oh, I'll get some you more. And I got some more sleeved up, and I was like, I forgot brand new sleeves. I'm just everywhere oh, so. if you see and I already, I already fuller, can't shuffle again with so the fuller genesect in a dual mat sleeve Ooh, so nice with the oh, silver yeah. border can't beat it yeah i don't even play mew <laughs> but if you did that's what you would do if i did yeah that's what i would do all full arts all dual mats yeah all right my question <laughs> um favorite evolution evolution oh oh uh, probably Espeon. I can get down with Espeon. That's or fine. Glaceon, maybe? Eh. What about I you, like Espeon. Uh, tie between Umbreon and Jolteon. I can get down with that. That's fine. That's fine. Umbreon's chill. 
<laughs> you can't see it because I have the Umbreon hoodie on right now, though. I'm, I love this hoodie. It's so. Yeah, cool. I'm wearing Sylveon. Yeah. So, like, I'm a poser. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like, even pick Sylveon. Sylveon, nah. <laughs> get out of here. Yo, I only bought. I only bought this for the Tokapi. Let's be real. <laughs> oh, the the baby, the babies on the sleeve. Oh man, the babies, yo, the drip, the drip. Oh man, I'm wearing Marvel. I don't have that. Audio users in shambles, not getting to see this drip. <laughs> Someone get Gazer a Pokemon T-shirt. I don't have any of those. I'm wearing Marvel. This is Wolverine. I don't. Well, well <laughs> your it's your question, stupid. Now I feel like. Oh God, that's okay, Gazer. We'll send. I'll send you a Pokemon shirt. Oh, I'll do. How sweet. Hmm. Well, I I forgot what my last question was gonna be. You didn't write them down, stupid. I, I I didn't. Uh, I can't find my notepad now. It's fine. Uh, so yeah. favorite era of the TCG. Oh well, I joined in 2018, so I don't have that many eras. <laughs> All right, so then uh, Sword and Shield or that, Sun and Moon? Uh, I think I like Sun and Moon better. When I, uh, yeah, when I originally started playing, I okay. would vote Sun and Moon. Yeah. Okay. Gazer, okay. last question's yours. I gotta ask this, and I know you're not gonna answer it, or if, if you do answer, it's gonna be one of those you know politically politically correct answers. But I gotta ask: favorite person to cast with? Oh well, I've only casted with two people. <laughs> that's actually not true because kyle and i did a finals together at um naic mm -hmm. but i think i would have to choose chip just because chip and i have well we've casted the most together we okay. just have the best synergy i think um like i don't think you can top it we just pair so well together chip's great I thought you would answer that question. I thought you would be give one of those answers like, you know, I regarding mean, casting, all casters are created evenly and I enjoy casting with everyone who ever ever casted or something like that. <laughs> I mean, maybe it would change if I, you know, if I had like more time with the other casters cuz I've never like had a bad casting partner. I've always enjoyed casting with whoever I'm casting with, but if I had to pick a favorite for sure it'd be Chip. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I I have the most amount of time with Chip though, so I think it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's perfectly justifiable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying I like hate Puka or anything. I love Puka; he's great. Kyle Sablehouse is awesome too. Oh man, Sablehouse this weekend. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. <laughs> Speaking uh, of not PG thirteen. Oh, it was so it was so funny. He didn't mean anything by it. It was it, it was a complete accident. But my God, oh, you should have been there for the behind the scenes of that. Oh, yes, oh! Can you so can you leak? Can you leak some deets? <laughs> okay, so the reason that that whole thing was so bad was because okay, for context, I guess for our users listening, there was a joke made that was uh, could be interpreted as a non PG thirteen joke, <laughs> and it was a bit awkward because Jeremy was just like silent, and then was just like, but yeah. And then after that awkward laugh from Jeremy, it just cuts into like, uh, like a blank or well, it's not a blank screen. It just says like twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three season Peoria or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And the music just starts playing. So that's why it was bad. Was really the cut, and it, there was a lot of chaos. So I'm there adminning. So you know, while the casters are not casting, we have to do the cards and stuff that pop okay. up on the stream. 
Yeah, that's why. If you see an accidental like Caterpie pop up, that's probably me sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I mess up the system. But you anyway. should just put a Caterpie on there now, just for the heck of it, one time. I literally think I did that at um. Oh my gosh, what did I do that? At? I think I did that at Worlds. A little Caterpie popped up. <laughs> I was typing something else in. Anyway, so um, Melanie Caterpie. Yeah, so we're sitting there. It's me and Dawes sitting there, like, doing admin, watching the match. And then we hear Kyle say this. And immediately we're just like, uh. <laughs> like, everyone backstage is just like, uh. <laughs> like, do we hear oh, that? Oh, man. So then they, like, misheard what um one of our, like, producers was saying. So we actually have a person that is working with the delay because there is a stream delay that can cut things out if things go wrong on the stream. So there was a bunch of miscommunication between like the delay person and like us. And it was like, they were like, do, should we cut it? Do we need to cut it? And they were like, no, don't cut it. But it was like already too late and they tried to cut it, but then they didn't cut it. They cut right after it. So yeah, it was just so hectic. And it was just like, oh my. Yeah, That's I feel like the, if they would, if they bad. wouldn't have done that cut, like it would have yeah. probably just kind of slept underneath the radar. Yeah, the cut was the reason. And then now, like XQC, like had it on his stream. Oh, did he watch the clip? <laughs> yeah. Like of all people, but like at the same time, though, like that's a lot of ice on competitive More pokemon that, that haven't seen it before and then might it might pique their interest that is very true that's very true and i don't even think that tops the worst thing said in a stream so oh yeah have you watched ever, any of gazer streams ever before whoa, 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 whoa. we're on youtube now come on we gotta whoa 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 whoa, whoa. It's, it's okay it's fine we're not we're not hurting anybody gazer <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty. Let's just leave it at this, boo. I'll, I won't be sponsored yeah. by TPCI, by Pokemon Company, ever, ever. I see, ever. I see. Yeah, they vet, they vet us pretty hard. So, <laughs> so what brought up um, the urge to start casting originally for you? Um. Uh. Wow, that's a funny question. Well, I used to work at a game store, and um. I stopped working there in a bit of a, like, I guess, controversial way. Like, it was not a good separating of me quitting my, my job there. <laughs> you gave them the two so, days notice. I quit two uh, days. Yeah, actually, yeah. It was, like, the sa same day. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, that's, so, the, uh, two, um, like, today. Like, you know, two yes, days. Yes, today. Yeah. Two day notice. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> So then I don't go to that. That's my local shop that I used to work at. So I don't go there anymore. I don't want to support them anymore. Mm -hmm. And um, so I stopped going to tournaments there and we had nowhere to do tournaments. And like, I still wanted to do tournaments. So we set up like a whole stream set up at my house and we started inviting people over to do tournaments and it just seemed correct to start casting it. So I started casting with, you know, my own, locals like playing games and uh on our own little channel and that's really how i started yeah any plans to bring down uh bring back wap down heck yeah once Let's i go. move Let's i'm go. moving uh early next year or like in the first couple months i think of next year so you know once we well i guess i would have to find locals though <laughs> in order to bring that back <laughs> where i'm moving to so we have the time is a question yeah no i think so i think we yeah. we can make the time yeah for sure awesome. if i had some if i brought some more people on board um to help out i think so i would love to play in them though as well so not just cast them 
So that's the only issue is like, I know how to run the setup. So it'd be more about teaching someone else how to, to do like the casting and the setup. Cause it's actually a lot of work behind the screen. So. Yeah. I've done uh, one of our locals. I would drive an hour uh, every week to go do it in uh, Ashtabula, Ohio. Cast? Yeah. Wow. Uh, and so some of those VODs exist on, on YouTube and we did them live on Twitch and then chopped them up and edited them and moved them over. But it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I miss doing it. My laptop kind of gave up on me a little bit, so I can't oh, do no. it for the moment. But, you know, gave eventually. I'm out. It, it, yeah, the graphics card in the laptop's dying, so it can't quite oh. handle the streaming. Ooh, yeah, that's so. kind of essential. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> nice, nice laptops now run a little bit out of the budget. So. Yeah, I see. I see. Just, just get rich. It's not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Let me flip a coin. Yeah, let me flip a coin. Oh, tails. Sorry, not today. <laughs> not 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 in the cards for me. But no. Uh, so you're, so casting isn't something that just happened upon you. you. Actually, just uh, you were doing it for a while. And how'd you get you know contacted by TPCI about it? Um, I just got a message in my Twitter DMs that was like, "Hey, boo, what's your business email?" And it was by DC who. Uh, organizes all of the like major events so like the ic's worlds of okay, course okay um yeah and i was like i just put like eyeball emoji like whoa <laughs> you know yeah that's pretty and then big. obviously provided my email and then that's how and they asked me to cast an aic and i was like oh my god because <laughs> imagine starting casting not only for pokemon but naic like are you serious that's that, huge yeah that's big that's really big it's Huge, yeah. yeah I was like just the last weekend was your first regional because you did NAIC. Yeah, and then we're all you didn't do a you didn't do a regular, just plain old regional. I mean, what's is there a big difference between the three or what? Oh yeah, for sure. Regionals are way more chill. I enjoyed the regionals so much. It's a lot less work because at the ICs they do hair and makeup and stuff. You have to be there super early to do all of that. Um, there's a way more intricate setup as far as like the camera people. They have multiple cameras you have to look at. Um, the, it's just, and it's a lot more work. You do a lot more casting. So the regional was like a billion times more chill. Our, our calls are super late cause we don't start casting till round four. So it's like, I think our, our call time was like 10, 15 or something, which usually like, I'm waking fine. up at like 5am for ICs. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. not, not Very starting, chill. not starting until like, uh, round four and five, technically like definitely has to make it easier on everybody too oh yeah for sure definitely and we only stream one top eight one top four and then finals yeah so instead like of all of them super chill mm -hmm. yeah yeah i feel like when i go to regionals and play i see a lot more casters on the floor at regionals than i have at like ic's mm -hmm. and, and worlds and whatnot so it makes a lot of sense yeah i was absolutely dead after naic and worlds like just absolutely exhausted at least you know after peoria i was able to actually go out and like have some fun and you know, sing karaoke. Oh, we, we seen, we seen, <laughs> we seen the uh, the 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 tweet. <laughs> Looks like you're having a good for context. Time. We want to tell them what happened uh, after at the Peoria finals when you found yourself. And what song you found yourself singing? <laughs> oh gosh, that it was. There's a lot more to that story, honestly, than just singing Pokemon, the Pokemon theme song at karaoke. It was so hilarious. That little karaoke bar was like in the twilight zone. It was so weird. Uh, <laughs> It was a tiny little room too, but and it was funny because it wasn't even like I was there with like other casters or anything. No one wanted to go with me to go to this karaoke party. It was supposed to be like the staff um, that was working the event, like 
you know, the people running the production and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then the casters, obviously your staff too. But nobody, (laughs) nobody came except for like the tournament or the entire events, like organizers and like the Arcane, um, the folks that run Arcanine Labs and stuff like that. So it was all like, you know, older folks you know the people who were running the entire event and then just like me and phoebe who's one of the go casters were the only people there aside from that was aj there did aj come and sing um i i don't i don't know i'm not sure actually oh man i don't know but it was like it it was pretty much like partying with like parents (laughs) we were partying with parents um so me and phoebe that's funny that's awesome that was it <laughs> yeah uh, it, was, it was great i mean they were awesome they're having people, a good time they're, they're, they're having so a great. good time we're hanging out this is cool and you're like yeah like, hey, my parents like mom and dad are in here come on mom get over here dad <laughs> yeah it was like i mean people. i don't know i don't know because i actually really fit in quite well and i had some really cool conversations we got some drinks going you know we sang some karaoke song it was actually really great like i might just hang out with all the parents of the event now instead of uh the casters who just want to ditch me to cube you know <laughs> oh man i mean like when i get to the bottom tables at like an event the pokey parents are the best like you'll yeah. hit that you'll hit that like round eight dad who just doesn't care at all having a good old time just he just like eating a bag of, this is pre-pandemic no you know so he's just like pulling out a bag of chips and eating at the table like just doesn't care <laughs> yeah no i i love it pokey parents all the organizers were amazing too super awesome people so that's i good. was very happy with that and we sang the pokemon theme song together as a group it was great <laughs> that's awesome that clip was, perfect. That clip was priceless that was, that was <laughs> <great>. <laughs> i dig it yeah <laughs> so what originally got you into content creation um i was a i started twitch streaming actually and then i merged into full-time twitch streaming um and then variety streaming from there and then i ported over when pokemon let's go came out that was like the first like pokemon game i really ever played um and i really enjoyed it and then i like got into the cards collecting the cards and then playing the cards and then at that point i was like you know i'd rather make curated content rather than live streaming so i had just gotten partnered on on twitch but i just wasn't enjoying it very much versus like I loved editing and such. So I just oh, made the jump. No thanks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I pretty much gave up a partnered Twitch channel for a 300 sub YouTube channel. <laughs> and I was like, whatever, we're going to work with it. And I stopped Twitch streaming pretty much completely. And I started bartending at like a local bar, obviously to pay my bills, barely. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, it just went from there and kind of just made a leap of faith for the my personal enjoyment of content creation. So yeah. And it just happened to go very well. That's awesome. Yeah. Not everybody has that opportunity to do it. And then sometimes it is a huge risk. I lost my job at the peak of the pandemic and I've streamed on Twitch full time for a whole year and it was scary. It was scary because some months I'd make a couple hundred dollars and some months I'd be able to pay all my bills. So yeah. Uh, yeah. How it's any, how anybody can do it, uh, especially with like what Twitch has been doing recently. Oh uh, yeah. Shout out to mm. them. They're troopers. And I didn't even leave Twitch completely because of the company. Like they were making some bad decisions already back then and I wasn't even fully leaving because of that. It was more of the culture around Twitch and like the 
the way you had to be to succeed on Twitch, I just mm-hmm. didn't really fit that mold. And I wanted to be more myself. And I was mm-hmm. able to do that on YouTube. Yeah. So it's not for everyone. It was an easy it's, switch for me. Twitch isn't for everyone. YouTube's not for everyone. And then that's, you got to find what, you know, get in your lane. Where do you fit? You know, which one do you, you, sure. you fit better with? So, yeah, I, I completely respect that. Yeah. It's awesome, though, that you uh, were able to make it and look at you now casting for official events. Hundred thousand subs, play button, like it's it's awesome though. It it's it's really cool. He's too busy for Wapton Entertainment though. Boo! People are craving Wapton. They want to come back. They're waiting for Wapton Entertainment. They're foaming at the mouth for it. We even have the sweet play mat too Mm -hmm. with the Orangaroo in the middle. It's so good. I know. I can't wait to bring it back. Yeah, it says like WDE with the logo. It's so legit. Like. I think our our stream setup is one of the best for sure in the community. I would love to bring it back. Very you guys soon. heard it here first. Frosted Caribou says her stream setup is better than Andrew Mahomes. You guys, <laughs> yeah, take it here me. off the gust of wind pot. Dang. Fight she's me, Tricky Jim. Normally, look, normally I make these claims, and people are like, no, 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 I didn't say that. Don't tweet it. Don't clip this. But you, you doubled down. I like her. Yeah. Oh, this true. I didn't. I didn't think someone was gonna clip it. Oh no. Wait, 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 wait. Back it up. <laughs> I forgot how to, how to, oh wait, we're on YouTube. Yeah, oh wait, you YouTube. can click on YouTube now. Yeah, <laughs> they just added clips. Oh Lord. Not like Frosty this. Wants to fight Tricky Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Let's organize one of those, uh, what, like the boxing matches. Nine car TCG. Nine car wants to fight me for some reason. So I said, I'm down. Let's do it. Oh, so. Nick. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Nick I wants not, to fight. I, I would not want to fight Nick. No, Nick, nope, doesn't nope. he fight like professionally? He, like, he, he, <laughs> he uh, I, I stayed. We stayed together for for Baltimore, and he force fed me brownies. He told me you're gonna oh eat this gosh. brownie and you're gonna like it, and I and I did I'm like upset. it. But... I'm upset with Nick because Nick promised me cookies and Ooh. showed a picture of the cookies in our little group chat we had, and then never brought me the cookies. So I'm also trying to fight Nick. Well, I mean. <laughs> He, he and I and a few other people are in a in a little hidden part of the Discord server. I'll add you Ooh. to it afterwards, and you can come in and harass him. Ooh. He won't. Yeah, he won't. He here. won't know. He won't know. You'll catch him completely off guard. Yeah, I'll do like, the what? secret. Boo! You're here. Yeah. <laughs> now what? Yeah, I'm here to pay it up. Where's the cookies? Yeah, punch you for the cookies. <laughs> he he made cookies at uh, NAIC, and they were the bomb. And then the that's what I, yeah, that's what I, I was talking about, about for NAIC. Yeah, he promised me cookies. And the the brownies he made for Baltimore were really good. Yo. Like, so he's somehow master of <laughs> jujitsu, but also like a culinary baking expert. Uh, <gasps> man of, of yeah, man of a million talents. Any Seriously, yeah, dang. Yeah, I think is uh, supposed to fight everyone. Supposed to fight myself. You want to fight him? I think our boy yes. uh, Sunny, the real Sunny Games, wants to fight him too. So, yeah, Dubin, you want to fight Nick while you're at it? Or God, no, huh? no, no. I don't. No. I, I don't. No I, I don't want to be a can of cream corn. <laughs> He'll beat me into a pulp. I'm just saying. Uh, Boo! I don't know if you noticed, but this isn't uh, your typical podcast. No, it's very chill. Yeah, it's very. It's yeah. We don't have a strict regimen. We stick to in a strict, uh, you know, schedule. And whatever happens, whatever comes out, comes out. Just... This is dangerous though, because I could, I could talk for hours on here. I'm telling you. <laughs> tell, tell the, tell the deeds. Drop the, drop the dirt. Yo, chill, chill. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> Wait, are we done with the rapid fire questions? Was that yeah, it? yeah, that, I don't yeah. Even that, know yeah, where we were at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I think. Oh, yeah. that was just questions about me. I think. Now. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just we're just wrapping it. I mean, up those questions were. I mean, those answers weren't very really rapid. You know, we kind of went into we details did. and started yeah. talking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. So it wasn't like really. Uh, I don't know if we took six prizes in one turn. We probably took six prizes in the course of like 12, 13 turns. So long, yeah, longer than a typical Pokemon game. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. No big deal. It's good times. So with Peoria, uh, with Tord taking the win with Lost Box, how do we yeah. see that top eight metagame shift into SLC? Um, that's a good question. I think well so the finals match i didn't think got to really showcase the match very well i mean we obviously know the second game yeah poor cal indeed that was quite uh the donk (laughs) that's for sure so Mm -hmm. i don't know if that really showcased that match and i think that palkia still has like a pretty strong standing like in the meta i'm hoping not i hope everyone ditches palkia because i genuinely don't want to cast it anymore <laughs> hey, hey, time out time out what's wrong with palkia it's just i mean I there's nothing wrong matches, with it it's yeah, just very yeah, matches yeah but palkia oh yeah for sure anything else? What's wrong with that? it's just that it's it's very like uh it's definitely not linear that is not the word because it's not linear there's a lot of different things you can do with that deck but it's very predictable in a sense to depending on what deck they're going against. Um, like, you usually always know, you know, okay, they're going to Drizzle for this, they're going to Italian for this, they're going to scoop up here, search for this, get all the pieces they need. You can always kind of add up what they're going to be doing uh, versus, like, these Lost Zone decks and such. Okay. It's more suspenseful because, you know, it's kind of random what they're having to choose and the routes that they have to take after that. It's a little bit more entertaining than a Palkia is to cast, for sure. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. after Palkia Mirror match, after Palkia Mirror match, it it definitely probably uh, weighed on your soul a little bit there in the booth. Yeah, yeah. When you're saying yeah, shady dealings every like point five seconds, and yeah, I, I imagine it could also get a little bit bland for the viewers. So I would love to see more variation. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that's that's how I feel about a. I, I guess I'll rant for a second. Uh, everyone, sit down for a second. I got okay. Um, that's how I feel about Mew. I feel like Mew was just extremely predictable. I'd rather watch Mew than Palkia. Yeah, at least the games are quick. What? True. I mean, that's true. But They're either winning or losing. <laughs> you know by turn two, usually. Yeah, true. Are you here? Are you here? Fusion Strike System, Fusion Strike System, Fusion Strike System, Fusion yeah. Strike System. That doesn't, that doesn't get annoying? That's not annoying to you guys? No, no. I don't think so, because it's still no. random. You know, with me. with Palkia, they get to access their entire deck and search for exactly what they need. So there's no suspense in that, you know. I get what you mean. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's not as exciting as, like, hoping to hit the right cards off the top of the exactly. deck. Yeah. 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 You know well, how many times you're like, oh, is it going to be a heads or a tails, you know, casting Mew? And you get to, like, have that hype, that suspense. And then, or like, oh, are they going to draw this off of, uh, like, the last card they need off this last fusion strike system? So it is definitely bland in other terms. It's 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 going to happen, right? No matter, no matter it's, 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 it's like Thanos. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's like Thanos. They're drawing 20 cards hey, a turn. I don't think... Uh, Andre Tayson would uh, uh, agree with you on that. <laughs> oh man! Flashbacks. Yeah, I, was to world. I was happy for him. Like, hey, Andre, congrats! You did it. <laughs> I said, I'm, 
I'm happy it ended like that, but you did it. I'm, I'm, I know, I'm, I'm sad it ended like that, but I, but you did it. I'm happy you did it, though. You got there, top eight. It's quite sad. I know. I said the same thing. I talked to him. I was like, hey, great job. And he was like, I would have loved to like play the game. Play the that game. Would yeah. cool. <laughs> I was like, oh, nice to too soon, too soon. Yeah. Uh, last night at Locals, I was, I was playing Zoroark, which I, I'm bullying everybody with for my local meta. And I ran into a Palkia deck, and I was expected to be a good game. She bricked both games. She couldn't oh, get a wow. Drizzle out to save her life. I'm like, it's a it's a Drizzle deck. You can't. It's Inteleon engine. You can't get Drizzle. I mean, and she does. She bricked twice. When I mean, we watched yeah. that happen with Cal too. Yeah. yeah when when that deck yeah. breaks, it it's not just a brick. It's a brick wall. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's a brick house. Oh. He had to attack me with a uh, Manaphy. Sorry, I was singing the song in my head. Oh lord. No, yeah, I mean I like I, 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 I get it though. Um just like the fact that like it that whatever happens is completely, you know, at the RNG taking the wheel versus yeah. just all right, cool, I'll search for yeah. this. You're like, okay, pre map the turn, so it's like we already know. And then a lot of it is also like they're shuffling and stuff, you know. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, the shuff- yeah, I'll give you the shuffling. I'll give you that part. You know, I think the most exciting thing thing to happen in a Palkia. I mean, I guess the like cross switchers turns are somewhat exciting, but also like you know it's happening because they're searching out the cross. It feels like you're trying to talk yourself to being excited about something. I guess the cross switchers, maybe. Yeah, I'm like, I guess, maybe. maybe. I mean, you can't beat when Yoshi used a Rangaroo Primate Wisdom for a boss's order, the last card needed. Mm -hmm. Like on the last turn that it was able to win the game as well. Like that's just like that's Pokemon right there, you know? Shady Dealings is just kind of... It's good. I'm not saying it's a bad deck. It's a great deck, but it's uh, bland, for sure, to watch. If, if you're looking for some fun RNG, can I interest you in Ampipom? Oh, I already play a deck with Ampipom. There we go. I, hey! I, I like you again. Okay, this is fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he had, that was one of his uh, flavors of the week, was Ampipom. Wait, the whoa, wait, what do you use it with? Uh, Cherim. Oh, Happy okay. Sharon. I had a Radiant Charizard in there. Um, my first week, I went like three, two, and one. I was like, I can actually win games with this. I'm going to bring it again. And then the next <laughs> week, I went like one and four or whatever it was at Locals. And I became public enemy number one. Everyone hated me. I was cussed out. I got flipped up, flipped up, flipped off three oh, no. times. Um, whenever someone, like people was fist pumped, like knocking out a, a 90 HP Ampy Pump, like, yes, I killed it. Yes, it, it died. Yeah, you suck. I hate you. Uh-huh. I hate you. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, Whimsicott. Whoa. <laughs> Whimsicott GX vibes. Oh, Whimsicott yeah. Vibes. Big time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, see, I, I use Ambipom in a deck that is not very good. I'm still trying to perfect it and make it good, but it's not good so far. I got a list for you. I gave it to Emmy, and she uh she didn't do very well with it. She she uh she took a couple cards out and just... I love Emmy, but apparently she she can't play the Ambipom. But I got a list if you need one. Okay, yeah. I'll take it. I can rock the Ambipom for sure. I use it with the uh, Loopy Lasso. Uh, Venusaur. Oh, from you know Pokemon Go. Yes, the one that's like a automatic gust. That one. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not automatic. It's a coin flip. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> still very uh, RNG. It's just flipping sure. all over the place. Just exactly. So you just lead Ambipom, and then you set up multiple Venusaurs with rare candies, and then all you're doing the entire game is blocking them from being able to attack you. But you're also loopy lassoing all their Pokemon, so they have to burn like all their switch out cards over and over and over again. If they don't have any, they're cool. uh, stuck. That's and then cool. even if they do get the switch out, they still have to flip a coin whether or not the attack actually goes through. So very annoying to deal That's with. Cruel. 
Yeah. Um, I, I had an attacking EpiPom deck and people got annoyed with that too because I would, you know, I flip coins to the attack and they're like, yeah. stop flipping heads. I'm like, sorry. I, I knocked out one guy in sudden death of game three. I knocked, I flipped seven heads in a row and won and he was so hot. Oh. And I, I was so just, just excited. I was like, yeah, you know, it was so fun. So I get the RNG. I get that. That's how I feel whenever someone plays the popsicle card. I'm like, man, oh, that, why yeah, are everyone gets behind flipping that. heads over and over and over. Oh, with like yeah, Stone Journer and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. 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 Lucky Ice everyone, everyone gets behind that, right? No one, no one hates Lucky Ice Pop. I mean, I do. <laughs> if it's on the other end of the table and they keep flipping heads, then yeah, I hate it too. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah. Oh, you just, just healed like... 280 damage off your 330 HP Stone Journer. Oh, exactly. It's so bad. <laughs> Oh, you just like quit the game after that, you know, with like one pop too. You use one card to heal two hundred plus damage. <laughs> they heal it all off, and it still goes back to their hand anyway. And they can still know, play, right? still play a supporter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That card is whack. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> I like that. I like point flips, except for Tremormatic. About crushing hammer. Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but man. no, so down at Peoria, there was no nothing fun like that. It was, it was. Oh, there was some fun. You saw the Vika Volt. Oh, mm-hmm. The Vika Volt. I'd say that's pretty fun. That's a stall deck, though. So, so, then t- so let's let's get some details about it then. What was uh? Give us some of the, some of the oh. behind the scenes things we couldn't see that you saw. Um. Well, I only saw it because we like the first day. You know, we're trying to figure out who's playing some cool stuff because if they continue to succeed throughout the day. Um, then we obviously want to have them on stream because it's a cool new deck sort of thing or something that's fresh, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't think that was one. Pretty much once you take a tie, like you don't even have to take a loss. If you take a tie, you're not going to be on stream because we only take undefeateds up until the winning ends. Once we're at the winning ends, then we start taking winning ends because that's exciting. It's like, oh, you win and you're in. Yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, there's this Vikavolt deck. I don't even think it took a loss when we were looking at it, but I think it took a tie, but um, I don't remember exactly what was in it, but I know it was like, I'm pretty sure it was like a Vika Volt with Lost Box cards in it as well. Um, I don't know. I didn't see the full list, but it was, it was a stall, <laughs> a stall deck. So, <laughs> I mean, it locks your item cards and there was a little bit of banter before Peoria about potential Vika Volt lists. And this was the only one I saw that was actually doing pretty well. Yeah. People definitely hyped it up. They hyped up in Polion, which kind of like fell. Uh, on its face a little bit with the path to the peak in the lost box i mean okay so but you all didn't see when the umpoleon was working because i can't tell you how many like tables i walked across where someone started umpoleon playing against they're either playing reggie or um lost box and they couldn't do anything so they were winning attach pass attach pass yes absolutely so you know the umpoleon's a very controversial thing and especially when so many decks are like teching against it with a canceling cologne and you know, I mean, towards list played like 18 switching cards and stuff too. Mm-hmm. And you could just get escape roped and get yep. rolled. So <laughs> I don't think one Empoleon really makes sense. I think you'd have to commit to two, but it's just hard to like it's like, do I make that commitment to two Empoleon that I have to get out first turn just to block and change my entire play style, or do I just cut the two Empoleon and play better cards in my deck and win more matches? You know what I mean? So. Yeah. You're right. And then, you know, they were playing Path of the Peak, too. So, like, if they didn't have the Switch cards, then they had the Path of the Peak, and 
Yeah. It and doesn't matter at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And like, um, Tord played I, double blower, I believe, to be able to. A three, I think. Th- oh, th- the th- lost back. Th- yeah. The, yeah. I don't. I, in my head, I'm thinking field blower, like old habits from forever ago. But yeah, being able to just like get rid of the stadium, put an extra card in the lost zone. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. I have eight. I can get rid of my own path. I can go to 10 now and then have a good time. It's kind of um, kind of crazy. I was playing last night. I was playing Zoark, of course. I'm going to keep talking about Zoark. <laughs> More Zoark propaganda. I, <laughs> but I was playing Zoark. And the list I play, I cream Mew. I, I blow through Palkia, whoever it is. I lose. If there's a Mill Tank, I just lose automatically. If there's a Duraludon, not much I can do. And then Lost Box, I struggle with mightily. So I played a guy playing Lost Box, and it was towards list. And I was like, here we go. Because I, I knew the list, and it's a here good list. Here we go. <laughs> he has, you know, it's like four, like four of every switch out. And I, in my mind, when, he, when I saw that, it's like, why, aren't, why don't people do this anyway? And then Tort did it, and now everyone else is doing it. But I'm like, it was four of every switch out. And he's just switching back and forth, and he's jamming. And one turn I only had a... Did I have a Mew in play? It was just Mew. I played Mew on my list. And it's just a regular just Mew sitting out there. And that's all I can get out. I said, hey, if you got, if you got the cram, go for it. And, and no, I had two Mew. I'm sorry. I said, if you get the... Uh, it was his second turn. So if you can get the uh, Sableye, go for it. And he's jamming. He's moving back and mm. forth. And he's lost vacuuming his own uh, his own uh, tool cars and his stadiums. And he's like, got it. I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Play some damage counters. You, know, you, you did it. You won. So I struggle against uh, that lost box, but it's such a good list. And um, It's very good. Yeah. I think it's the, yeah, it's very good. Honestly, if I was going to SLC, I'd probably pl- be playing Duraludon. <laughs> Straight up, <laughs> Duraludon's so good uh, in my eyes. I love Duraludon. I don't think enough like nobody plays it either. And I, I feel like I think there so might have matches from. I think Limitless <laughs> did get uh, a lot of the day two lists up, and I think there were a couple Arc Duraludons, but not too really? too many. Oh. Um, I'm gonna scroll through real quick and see, but I think I, I think there's at least one or maybe two total. Thirty first, thirty first place. Uh, Ellie Greenfield played Arc Duraludon, and then okay, that's uh, there was an Arc Agron seventy first place, which is hey. in the same vein. Like um, yeah. Similar, similar. Sackett Bremer, seventy uh, seventh with Arc Duraludon, and he yeah, Sack- oh, Sackett played yeah, yep. and he had Duraludon. Yeah, he had Colrus in his list, uh, I believe, as well. Heck yes. Yeah, that's what I'd be playing for sure. So yeah, there were a couple uh big arc medley. I just like Duraludon like as a deck though. I've always loved it. So. Mm. It's and my jam. I was a Duraludon main too. I was. I, I like Duraludon. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I like the card. It's very very chill. I mean, you don't like it when it's bricking though. That's for sure. Oh yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, I, I've never played the stone. Well, actually, I played Stone Journey online. Um, I feel like that one would be much worse in paper, though. But Duraludon seems to work better for me in paper than it does online most of the time. Yeah, it's a pretty solid deck. Yeah, so that, that's that's your SLC pick. Gazer, that's well, that's what I yeah. Gazer, that's what if you I were gonna play, to what would you? Too. If you if Gazer, if you were gonna go to SLC, would you play Zorark? Clearly, yeah. Why the answer to? <laughs> Come on. What? We all know the answer, of course. Okay, you're playing Ambipalm, sorry. Ambipalm. And then Sableye just, just knocks out everything, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you gotta play for Parasol at that point, then. 
We're gonna get to the point of quad parasol in any deck that's a single prize or the, that is not lost box. That'd be ridiculous well, at that point. They can just lost vacuum that too. Yeah, it's just gone, and that just helps them out. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, I mean that yeah. Zorark list played two parasol, played the Sharon's care. Um, that I might copy that Zorark list. I enjoy mine, but that one's really nice too. Um, from that, just from Peoria, the weekend's over now. We've seen the decks are out, the, the leaks are there. What do you guys take from that? What do you guys think is going to happen with the meta? It's hard to say. Um, there's always somebody who comes up with something after a big result. Like, we look at the past, we saw Urshifu come out whenever everybody thought it was dead to dominate one event and then never not make a wave afterwards. So, who knows what people will ultimately decide to play. But yeah. you'll definitely see more Palkia, more Lost Box, more Giratina, maybe some Zorark, maybe some Gudra. But there's always the tons of options. That'd be kind of fun for the Gouda Breakthrough. That'd be cool. I think we're more likely to see more Giratina. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think Giratina is easier to play than lo- the Lost... I mean, they're both Lost Box decks, but the Giratina version, I think, is easier to play than the Lost Box Tord version. Mm-hmm. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, I, yeah, that's it. So because because you have more options, you're not always working with like the one prizers. You have the Giratina to um, take a lot of wins off of like other weird decks you're gonna run into. Obviously, we saw John Ang play it differently mm-hmm. without the Giratina against the Lost Box, so you have that variation as well that you could do. Mm-hmm. Um, John made some weird decisions that I think. I think you could play it much differently than he played it. He was thinking of different lines, I think, focusing on different things. So I think you I think you could play it um better versus Lost Box. And who knows, you know, if John had won that, um, you know, Tord wouldn't have won the event, obviously, because John would have been in it instead. So Yeah. You never know how the cookies crumble. Well, like Steuben said, you can't flush the Tord, apparently. <laughs> Come on, it's funny, man. Tord Towards great. Yeah, I was happy. I mean, that was my first time ever casting Masters finals. I've done it juniors was. and seniors. So having Tord in my first ever Masters finals cast was great. Like, I couldn't have asked for anything better. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, I mean, that uh, again, feel bad for Cal, but that turn was just so exciting to watch, like the it sequence was. of it events was. and just like to hear you two just see you go at it like, like oh, yeah I, yeah like it was insane you know? it was awesome i was like i was on the edge of my seat like <laughs> yeah it was a great it was probably like one of the best moments of the whole thing and it was right at the end too so it's mm-hmm. perfect yeah i now, do what, feel bad for how Cal, was Cal Cal, while that was happening it, well, yeah very upset i mean we saw like the head shaking and like the uh like what do you do you know when yeah. rng is not on your side that's for sure but yeah and honestly it's that's why i actually even thought i was like and I mentioned it in the cast. I was like, I wonder if Cal chose to go first or second. Because there is a world where you play it super duper safe and go second instead of first. Use your supporter. Hopefully get something else out. Yeah, and so that you can't yeah. get donked by the cram. Exactly. Like, that would be the exact reason. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's just so low percentage that that is going to happen. And it just happened to Cal. And I felt so bad. But Cal okay. has been succeeding at so many events in the last season and heading into the season already. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to see the last of Cal oh, at all. Not. He's, he's he had gonna... Cal on the pod uh, last season, and mm-hmm. um, that was right after. What was that after? Sue was that Milwaukee? Mm, no, it was before Milwaukee. Before Milwaukee, okay. I think it yeah, was. We had Cal uh, on. Not Secaucus. Had to have was this, been. Was it Salt Lake? 
Had to have been Salt Lake. Had to have been Salt Lake. So, like, beginning of the season, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we had Cal on, and he was doing well then. And then, ever since then, he's just been doing even better and better <laughs> yeah. and more betterer. And, better-er. <laughs> yeah, he's doing great. He's a great player. Yeah, definitely on an absolute tear. Uh, definitely not going to stop playing. I think, I mean, like, you know, it's it's a big difference in points and sure, $2,500, but still, like, second place is still nothing to scoff at at all. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely not. Like definitely that's not. Still Especially at the largest run. event, mm-hmm. you know. And we keep having the largest event almost every event. It's oh yeah, it's yeah, bigger just and bigger. Breaking records. The here growth of the game recently has just been absolutely insane. Yeah, I think yeah. Salt Lake's going to be smaller because it's you know uh, more towards one one coast, one area. Um, I actually was considering that too. I I don't think it's going to be smaller though. No? I feel like a lot of people were at Salt Lake last time, right? Well, I think that was that the very first event back, and everyone just decided to come back. Yeah, so mm-hmm. everyone's just like, "Oh, Pokemon, gotta play!" So I think, I think now Salt Lake, everyone's like, you know, that's kind of far to go that far. We could wait for you know something else. So I don't know if that's gonna be that big. Well, Salt Lake is our last event for a while, though. Yeah, there's huh. nothing in November. Is, no, LAIC is gonna be November, but yeah, yeah obviously that's in Brazil. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> I don't think we're gonna see a lot of people have have the funds to travel that. But toward yeah. there somehow. So we might see people go to SLC just because it's the last one for a hot minute. And then the next one after that is Toronto too. So it's like people not might might not be able to go to Toronto. True. Usually traveling to Canada Canada is a bit expensive. So is Toronto within Silver Tempest? Because I know pre release is the end of the month. So yeah, it has to be. Oh yeah, because yeah. it's December. Yeah. So that'll so there's only yeah, SLC is the last Lost Origin regional. Wow, isn't that wild? Yeah. <laughs> it is crazy. I, I get it. I mean, Lost Origin had a delay, and they don't want to delay Silver Tempest, so it just oh, it make, yeah. it makes sense. Unlike Digimon, where they delay one set and they inevitably delay every other set because of it, so we're not we're not gonna stand down. You know, give us our Pokemon cards. What has happened? A couple, happened last year too. What set was delayed, and then uh, they eventually got back. Was it Battle Styles? Mm-hmm. I think I Battle, Battle Styles got pushed back, right? Mm-hmm. And eventually we got back on track, and then Lost Origin got delayed by a couple weeks, and. Now we're gonna get Silver Tempest out, so it's it's there's there's gaps, there's hit and misses, and they're like, okay, we're back on track. So, I mean, yeah, it's been a tough last two years, though. So, true. Yeah, oh yeah, there we go. Right. In the in the chat, SLC is at nine twenty for registration for TCG. So definitely Did not small. Fall? It, I mean, we were oh, talking about nine twenty right now. We're talking. Is about it already it. closed? It's not closed, right? I, I don't think closed, I don't think it's closed. I don't think it's closed. It's there's... on the uh, what fourteenth through the no fifteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth. Yeah, next weekend. Yeah, next weekend. Next weekend. So not Jeez. not too not too big of a of a gap, but then you know, big gap in North America afterwards. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for Silver Tempest, except for all the secret errors being already leaked out and whatnot. That's kind of ridiculous. I somehow always miss the leaks, which I'm very happy about. Yeah, so yeah some someone uh, had product and cracked it on a YouTube stream. Uh, <laughs> so so like it's all out there and like the set list from the starter decks and everything i yeah i'm sure that person's getting into legal trouble now that's Probably, definitely not something yeah. you want to do that's for sure but like we saw things that we didn't even see from like japanese set releases yet oh yeah because right. it, the, the second half of it i think hasn't oh, dropped for them yet either oh yeah that's true that's so we're true. we're getting pretty close to parody with uh japanese releases then apparently yeah, yeah, the format is quite close now. Well, I think that's what they're aiming for after they delay, uh, not delay, but after they uh, push back uh, rotation and everything, right? 
like yeah. lining up with Japan format. Yeah, I mean, that'd be really cool to have a more global connected community, especially now with worlds being in Yokohama. That's a big thing. True. That's true. This That's has been the true. master plan from the very beginning, from like a year and a half ago. I mean, it could be. Well, I, well, I feel like if you if the pandemic and stuff didn't happen, I think Yokohama would have happened for 25th anniversary, right? So I think a lot of sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think that makes sense. Um, like they probably were planning on that. And then obviously it didn't work out, but yeah. Yeah. And then I, I, I don't I know. That. The theme would have maybe been just celebrating 25th anniversary potentially. I don't yeah. Know. Cause that intro trailer for Yokohama is red and blue. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. I, 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 okay. That's, that's You're a very right. good You're probably the theory. The yeah. theory. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just a theory. It's a game theory. <laughs> no, that's, uh, that's true. solid. That's a, that's a very good, very good to think about it. So mm-hmm. I wonder then what would have been technically this year's since we took a two year break. That's mm. true. Well, a lot of people thought it was going to follow the game again because, you know, London and Gala region matched. But okay. but then it's like then they have to follow the game after that. Right. Because then it's like, oh, if we get a new game, it's in a new place. It's like, are you not going to do it in that place? You know what I mean, <laughs> so. So maybe know. maybe next year we'll see Spain uh, after well not next year two years from now technically because it's twenty twenty four maybe I know I mean worlds in Spain. Tell you what though, bringing it back to the states is going to be pretty um, lame now <laughs> having all these cool places that you get to travel to. But like I know London are... to Japan and now I'm in New York or L A. I know right now it's like oh yeah New York L A now it's like wow L A New York. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ohio. Okay. <laughs> I mean the, the themes Ooh. the themes they've done for like Nashville and DC, those were super awesome. Oh yeah, I DC was so cool. Yeah, Nashville's cool too. Um I really liked the backpacks from DC. I was sad I didn't get to go or get one. Would have been uh I like I love the fossil Pokemon statues that they put up and that was yeah. a, that, that was a big deal then too because that was the first like go event attached to it even though it wasn't like a, a circuit it was just like that invitational and now now look at go rolling deep rolling deep for sure yeah the go casters are really cool too r.i.p to uh poking yeah, oh yeah that's, definitely that's r.i.p all, that's all done with now yeah poking sadness i hope we get some more unite as well i think Integrating more Unite would be sweet. I like that idea too. I can see that. Yeah, Unite's bomb. It's very fun to watch. That's mm-hmm. for sure. It's. I think it's easier to uh like for new people to get into Unite than it is to you know TCG at a high level versus Go and whatnot too. Uh, I don't know. Go cool. is pretty hard to get into though mm-hmm. because Go is like you you have to catch the the right Pokemon and yeah. so you have to be playing it. It's like huge time consumption. You need all I the Stardust. Say- you have to hit certain events. You have to hit certain uh, yeah. times where you can evolve and get a certain move. So exactly, yeah, yeah. huge time consumption for sure. Uh, TCG is more like you. Someone could give you a deck the night before, and you could you could play it and theoretically do really yeah. well potentially. You know what I mean? Um, depending on what you hit and stuff. So obviously you're, you know, gonna do better if you practice a lot with it and know exactly how it works. But still. The possibilities there to do well with it. Go is like if you don't have a good team, like you're just getting a roll, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the memes of tap tap tap, but there's a lot more to it than that though too. There's definitely some deep like thoughts about uh, switching and move pulls and 
that is yeah that was one thing i was just so heavily disappointed in the tcg community for engaging in that discourse with the tap 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 thing yeah Twitter is a, Twitter is a, <clears throat> it's a whole different thing sometimes <laughs> it just shows you how hypocritical some people are with like choosing what they will and will you know like choosing when they get to like bully people essentially you know what i mean <laughs> it's pretty jacked up because it's like yeah even if the dude was like roasting our community and stuff because i don't even remember what it was about it was saying that we like the tcg he said it took more like, skill to play oh, it was yeah. a skill was it skill he said i think something similar to that something like that yeah i don't yeah, know even even if he was like roasting us or whatever it's like just making fun of him or saying tap 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 or whatever not only like degrades the game but also like you're just stooping to the same level you know so yeah it doesn't it doesn't push it uh in the right direction for anybody no it's a very a very easy thing for people to hop onto, and it was just like very telling when they did you know it's like okay cool thanks yeah. a lot <laughs> well, while we're talking about twitter controversies what about all oh. the cheating allegations i know you've been a big advocate of uh talking about it uh so at this point in time take it away uh tell tell people what you feel about all of this so my my thing of why i started thinking about the whole cheating discourse was because i saw how toxic um the discourse was around the the irida for Two, two item cards thing you know mm -hmm. the isaiah bradner incident and how like that devolved so heavily between people just talking about it and it just was super unproductive and i was like man how can we think of ways to make these conversations more productive because i do really think there needs to be more room to discuss cheating um and like whatever that involves in the community that doesn't devolve into like super toxic language and stuff like that you know so then i was like okay well let's think about different ways we could kind of talk about this and i kind of came to this it's it's like a theory i guess you could say it's a mindset sort of thing it's not in relation to the actual rules of pokemon because the actual rules of pokemon say that um cheating is tied to intentionality so you have to intentionally do something um, that you know you're not supposed to be doing essentially to cheat so you'd have to like purposely like evolve when you know you can't evolve that turn or something like that you know mm -hmm. so but the whole thing with that is where the term cheating then actually applies in the pokemon rules is in terms of deciding what type of penalty you get right or how harsh of a penalty you get because the judges then have to decide okay did they do this intentionally or not it's all on the judges but they have a lot more context to work with as well they have the person's matches throughout the day you know they have their history playing pokemon or whatever they have all of the contents uh, context of the situation between both players and whatever happened with the incident so when it's actually when the cheating term is actually applied it's completely up to the judges because they're the ones um determining intentionality and still they can't technically it's not like they can read someone's brain and tell if they did something intentionally or not it's more of just like a judge call that they have literally to make. a judge call yeah it's intuition on their part and based off that context that they have so my whole thing was that Technically, everyone's talking about cheating incorrectly anyway, because 
none of us are judges. None of us are handing out penalties. None of us have the context. So when someone like, let's say they get DQ'd or something and some, they determine like, oh, well, they were DQ'd for this thing that the judges determined was intentional. So they're a cheater. And now we can call them a cheater and we can like bully them and ostracize them from the community because they're a cheater. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't think that discourse should belong in the hands of the community or like players because we're we shouldn't be discussing intentionality because we're not judges you know what i mean so what happens and why the conversations devolve is because it's not it doesn't become like okay well what was played wrong how can it be prevent prevented what needs to happen like what do you need to you know you need to call a judge this is what you tell them and stuff that's not any of the discussion that's happening it always turns into like okay did this person do it purposely or did they not do it purposely? And then you just get two camps of people. And then it's very biased as well, because obviously you're not going to say like your best friend or whatever cheated on purpose because, oh, they're such a good person and blah, blah, blah. They never do that and stuff. And then the whole discourse shifts away from what actually matters, which is the mistake that actually happened and how to like learn from it and educate people and move on from it. And it just goes into like, well, they're a good person. Well, they're not a good person. Oh, well, they should have got punished. Well, they shouldn't. Oh, they're a cheater. They're yeah. not a cheater. Then you have someone bring up a story like, I, I played against him four years ago and they cheated this one time. I think they took an yeah. extra uh, card when they shouldn't have off of the Dene, but I saw it. So they definitely, they're a cheater for sure. So yeah, you're, yes. you're right. Yeah, exactly. people will dive in for their chance to get a little bit of Twitter clout out of anything. Oh yeah, like for sure. a couple so. extra likes. So man, I better tell my story. Yeah, so that's that's my whole mindset is divorce intentionality from these conversations as as it belongs to community conversations. But if you're divorcing intentionality from the conversations itself, technically you're not discussing the Pokemon rules because the Pokemon rules require intentionality. So what I was trying to say on Twitter was that the way we discuss cheating should be technically different from the rules because we're not the people applying the rules with penalties and stuff. So you'd have to be working almost with a somewhat different definition of cheating or not even necessarily that but just leaving it out of the conversation of intentionality or whatever but then people just turned it into like me trying to call everybody cheaters and if you make a mistake in the game you're like automatically should be labeled a cheater and stuff which is actually like the opposite of what i'm saying technically what i'm okay. saying is like you normalize mistakes and mistakes are going to happen and you should know the exact pro process of what to go through because this is what happens is like also um this is an example that i found i did a lot of like research as far as like reading into a lot of conversations online and how the conversations go and like judge conversations with judges between players and stuff that are on twitter from like a long time ago and recently as well but there was like a one discussion that happened that was like um this example got brought up where if you marnie like you're initiating the marnie but then your opponent accidentally draws five cards instead of four and the person was like, oh, but they're super cool. Like they, they've been a cool person. I've had good conversation with them or whatever. So mm -hmm. I just, I'm just going to tell them to not draw at the top of their turn. But technically that's still broken game state. They still saw a card too soon. And now they, have, they have that information. Towards what's happening. Yeah, exactly. But because they introduced intentionality into the conversation in this regards, it would be, oh, they didn't do this intentionally or yeah, so it's like they're saying they did it unintentionally, and that's just like how they read the situation. And now that's changing the way they're doing something, and it's still not in a good way. Like if the board state is broken, it should be lo looked at in a technical 
um, logistical sort of way, not from emotions and intentionality and that sort of way. So that's that's my opinion on it, because you shouldn't be saying they did this intentionally or they did this unintentionally because it hurts both ways, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. It, it, it can have a lot of discourse, uh, especially when people are just uninformed and, you know, you're not the player in that instance. You don't know the full scoop. Uh, you don't know what the judges are thinking either and, you know, how they break down the penalty. Yep. And, and they can't they can't publicize any of that information either. So you're never going to know. No, no. The only people that know are the judges that are involved and the people who read the reports. Yep. And the people in the situation, mm -hmm. which still, again, they could be feeding their friends and stuff, technically stuff that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not saying that's what happens, but it could happen. So you still could be getting incorrect information from your friend or whatever, too, from because they're going to have a biased point of view of the situation, too. You know what I mean? And yeah. honestly, it, it divorcing intentionality from it, too, also helps you. Because then you're you're not worried about like, oh, well, I didn't do this purposefully, but if I call a judge or, you know, interrupt the gameplay because now I notice it, but oh, are they going to call me a cheater because of this, this and that? You know what I mean? And because the toxic discourse online is so like prevalent, people are literally scared to like fix game states and call judges and stuff because of that. And they're, they don't want to be labeled cheaters and stuff. So it's like, I don't understand the adversity from people to not have these discussions in like healthier ways um because it only makes sense to me because like whatever we've been doing up to this point has just led to like the worst case scenarios you know where people are intentionally not calling judges people are scared to be bullied and ostracized from the community people are weaponizing the word to use against other people it's just like super toxic and i would love to start to change that discourse but it's very difficult to do that when you know there's like pro players in my twitter mentions trying to like misconstrue what i'm saying or put words in my mouth or like say or or like paint a different picture than what is actually what i'm actually saying because they're not actually listening to what i'm saying you know what i mean or they don't have the full context of what i'm saying and that's what happened on twitter it was super toxic and uh and and then it's all it always somehow turns into like oh, you're a TCG caster, like, you shouldn't be doing this, like, you, you should be fired because of this. Like, like so Yeah, you're allowed, fired. you're allowed to speak your <laughs> opinion, like, you, you do it, uh, it's, it's, it's like a contract kind of basis anyways, like, you're not a TPCI employee, correct? No, no. Yeah. I'm so, contracted from, yeah. by a different company, yeah. Yeah, so, mm -hmm. like, it, it's not, it's not like you have to, like, abide by a certain, like, super closed <laughs> handbook, you're allowed to have your opinion, like, it, People definitely yeah. don't get that sometimes that like just because well, you've be done hard. something for someone once doesn't mean you work for that company. Like not only that, but it's like I was stating over and over again, my intentions are to make healthier discourse. So it's like why? Like it's weird. It's so weird when people are fighting that so hard. You know what I mean? Like why? Mm. It's, and then yeah. it just makes me think it's like, OK, well, it's just people are very comfortable with like what they're used to and there's a lot of elitism in pokemon a lot there, there is that's true a lot mm -hmm. <laughs> i think a lot of yeah. it also ties back to what you said earlier when you said yeah. uh, it, it, people get polarized either go to one side or the other you know yeah they cheated or they didn't mean to cheat you know uh she meant it this way or she didn't mean it this way you know he mm -hmm. did that or he didn't you know just things you know get polarized and then you have people you know who are you know in the middle sometimes on on the fence but for the most part twitter polarizes people they get an opinion yeah. i have a different opinion i'm on this side you're on that side and it's it's tough to come back from that sometimes. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely, for sure. I just, uh, yeah, but at the end of the day, you know, and I was getting mentions from people too, like, oh, boo, are you really trying to change how people, like, think or whatever? And I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm never going to be able to change how someone thinks about things. But if I can, if if people are willing to listen to different ideas and concepts mm-hmm. and it turns out to be healthier from there, then like, heck yeah, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep bringing these things up because like, that's my end goal is to make this a better community for everyone, not just the top 1% of players. You know what I mean? I mean, if you look at like the information shift in Pokemon in the least, at least the last eight years where everything was article based back in the day, people had to pay for paywalls. No one knew what anything was until the events have already happened half the time. I feel like that stick, that stigma of that, like that elitism, as you said, still exists uh today even with like the rapid share of information twitch youtube twitter instagram like there's content everywhere but yet people still say that you know oh this person said it this way this is the way to the way to live by it yeah you're right yeah okay okay i i see where you're going with that okay you're right first like i disagree but yeah you brought it on home mm -hmm. there you're right it it's weird that that even happens with decks too Mm -hmm. Like yeah. people get so one tracked yeah. with a deck or with a tech or something. And they're like, no, this is not the way to play it. Like that was one thing I struggled with, um, with Duraludon. So many people said to me, like, if I took to heart what people say to me or whatever, I would never have played Duraludon because people told me all the time, oh, this deck's trash. Oh, why'd you play that? It loses to this, 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 blah, blah, blah. But I just liked the deck and I continued to play it because I enjoyed it. And then I'm at Worlds casting a Duraludon that's on a winning in to top eight of worlds you know what i mean so it's like people get so like mob mentality around decks especially too and it happens in other aspects of the community but that's just a great example of like you know (laughs) if you follow one path if you follow like the herd of people and never kind of just go with what you want to do you're going to end up in some sticky situations and that's how we have a giant mob of people saying tap 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 to these pogo players so it's like yeah people are allowed to play the game however they want to whether you want to stay at home and play with theme decks uh or you know just open up a league battle deck and go whatever people are allowed to play oh you 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 don't like mewtwo v-star i love mewtwo v-star i absolutely love mewtwo v-star uh but you know uh oh it's bad cards too you should never play it don't ever touch that card again I know that feeling. I've been criticized for playing Zorark Vsar uh, religiously for the last two weeks, and yeah, I've taken a, a beating in my group in my group chat I'm a part of. But uh, I soldier on anyway. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. um, it, no, you're exactly right, Stu. It's uh, I've I've heard stories from our local judges around here about uh kids who just show up to regionals and like, hey, you know, I want to play this this deck and. It's just a, I think uh, the story I heard was it was a uh, expanded deck, had just everything was in there. And like, mm-hmm. oh, it has to be standard. Like, what's standard? So they bought them like a uh, a theme deck, the Charizard one back, you know, back in the day, the good one. And they just handed it to them. They're like, okay, we're going to get you some sleeves. Like, I don't want sleeves. He just started shuffling, just started playing. It's like, and people were like judging a kid for that. I'm like, he's a kid. Oh. Do what he, he's a kid. Let him do it. So yeah, That's they say it can terrible. get real, real toxic. You didn't, you didn't sleeve, you didn't use the right sleeves. You didn't sleeve a certain way. Uh, that card should be sleeved. That you shouldn't play that card that way. Don't put your gold card in there. Go get a a, a regular hollow. It's eh, the the elitism is real. You're right. Yeah, that's where you'll see me lose my. I've ignored a lot of stuff oh, on Twitter, right. and I the most of the times if I like say something on Twitter, it's usually when it comes to like 
people telling others what to do or like how to how to enjoy this hobby or this game. That's what really like just That's makes me upset. Yeah, that, that whole <laughs> that whole instance was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you want to touch on that for a second? You had a situation and stupid. Oh, right? it, was, it was crazy. It's ridiculous. Oh wait, which one are you talking about? The, <laughs> I actually don't know. The unsleeved card oh, in the photo. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, the card sleeve one. Um. Yeah, that's one example of that. That was even more, that I think touched on a little bit of other things though, because I'm very much used to, and a lot of people don't understand this because they don't have the same experience as me, which I understand. But um, you know, I've had this happen my whole life in different aspects of my life too, and I'm sure many women have had this happen too. Like Michaela, mm-hmm. we talk about it a lot. She's a lawyer, and like this happens mm-hmm. with her too. Um, people kind of explain stuff to us that like we already know or like they dumb stuff down for us that we know you know like (laughs) i collect cards like as my profession and i cast as my profession and like i know how to take care of my cards and the fact that like it's just assumed that i like don't you know what i mean it's just like and it was like at the end of the day even if he didn't assume that it was just rude like it's just so rude to come onto someone's post and demand they do something it's like you would never do that to my face. That's the big thing. Like, no, none of these people ever say this to my face. You no, know, they I mean? want to use the anonymity of the internet to feel like a champion or whatever. Yeah, and, and it was it was like a United player that like played at Worlds too on like one of the teams. So it wasn't just like a no one oh, either. I yeah, didn't know that. I thought it was just yeah. I didn't know that. I thought it was no. just some collector guy. That's what I thought. No, it wow. wasn't. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know he was that. Just, he was a Unite wow. player that like was like a pro, pro Unite player or whatever in one of the teams at Worlds. Yeah. Sheesh. That, so, uh, wow. That adds another level to that. <laughs> it does. Wow. It does, yeah. yeah. Well, and it's it's also just like funny because so he comes on my post and like demands something of me. And that's what it was. Like he didn't word it like, hey, maybe you should up. do Get a top this. loader. Yeah, no, he said, yeah. like, he said, like, put it in a sleeve before it gets damaged, dot, dot, dot. You know what I mean? It's like, there's very little ways you can interpret that. You know what I mean? So, but even then, I still just responded with, like, or you could just not tell people what to do. Like, just an idea, you know? And so, if anything, I, like, our our discourse was the same toward each other. Uh, if and But then, who actually was getting a lot of the flack? for it was me they're just like oh he was just trying to give you advice oh he was just being nice and i'm like what <laughs> can you ever imagine walking up to someone and saying exactly what it's he said verbatim yeah exactly that's what i'm saying <laughs> and they and people were bringing up examples they're like this happened at a pre-release someone pulled a really good card and i was like oh you should sleeve that because it's so good i was like whoa 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 totally different context okay that's not how he said this to me that's not the context at all you know plus it was like it was a card i was saying in the post that was super meaningful to me so it's like do you really think i would not like sleeve this card or take care of it if i'm saying how much meaning it holds you know what i mean it's just none of that made sense nope it's a drink coaster now (laughs) just Oh, uh, here's a big old glass of ice water. Oh, it's sweating all over your cart. Oh, it's fine. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, that's why I made the joke. Like, I was just going to throw it in a blender after I took the picture, actually, because it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but, you took the picture. Yeah. The, all the memories are in the photo now. It's fine. Don't, <laughs> you don't need the card anymore. It's oh, just perfect. I have, this, I have this picture on my phone. Great. <laughs> but yeah, people just don't get it. They they're they're always like 
oh, just be nicer to people and then blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, if you are getting a billion comments a day of people doing the same thing to you over and over and over again, then you'll understand like why I, I don't respond sometimes in the uh, nicest, I'm going to pad this comment as much as possible. Because when you're being rude to me, then I have every right. I don't even think it was rude what I said back to him, actually. I just said, like, you cannot tell people to do just an idea. You know what I mean? Just gave him the same like, kind of energy, and he couldn't take it back. You get, yeah, you I wasn't even demanding energy. it of him. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, that's it was so like, ooh, You know, it's not like, it's different if you say, ooh, pretty. You should, you, uh, are you going to sleeve it up? Something like that. Ask a question. But he's just, yeah, you got to sleeve now. Do it. Yeah, if he had. If he, had, he just gave him the same kind of energy. Yeah, if he had come and said, like, Oh, like, how are you protecting her? Like, yeah. Oh, oh, are you going to sleeve it? Because it's super nice. I would have mm -hmm. actually responded with saying, I'm going to frame it because that's what I'm doing with the card. Like, I'm framing it with my world's badge, the staff badge, and like all my world's memorabilia. Because, like I said, it was a very meaningful event to me. And, mm -hmm. but then it spun into a totally different conversation because then people were like, Oh, she has this card that's worth like two grand graded and it's not sleeved. And that was not a conversation I was about to dive into. I like saying, I made one tweet about it and I was like, all right, I'm logging off. <laughs> well, I gotta say, I don't know if you saw everything, but what, what that splintered into to other people, you know, showing, you know, other cars, you know, with some value and they put them in oh, drink yeah. posters or, you know, they just, they nailed them to the wall and stuff like that. And it also gave birth to, you know, uh, our, our friend, uh, Pokey Emmy and, you know, her movement and, you know, her statements and stuff like that. It, it, so it, yeah. something, a couple of good things came out, some good memes at least, and then, you know, girl yes. power. So some good things came out of it, but it was such a, Twitter can be a, I said at the beginning of the segment, Twitter can be just, ugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. It's yeah, definitely it's not, not a place for healthy discourse. If, <laughs> if it's not one thing one week, it's the next, the next week anymore, it seems like. It just, yeah, well, that's what I learned from the whole cheating yeah. discourse or whatever, is that, like, I just got to do these discussions in person, like, for sure, because it's way more productive face-to-face -face with people, you know what I mean, than, than trying to type out with 140 characters and, like, not being able to explain exactly what you mean, and then people just misconstrued it mm -hmm. or misinterpret it or have some sort of way they're thinking about it, yeah. There's never, there's no, like productive back and forth it's always just like i have my opinion i'm forcing my opinion and if you have a different opinion it's not allowed and i hate that because it's like if you have an opinion i don't care if i have a differing opinion i want to hear it you know what i mean i want to i do want to test my ideas against other people's ideas and come with the best conclusions because yeah, again at the end of the day at the end of the day my whole goal is healthy discourse around these subjects because these are important subjects you know what i mean like i want to have a community where we can bring up these things in a better way and talk about them more productively because then we can actually make change happen you know what i mean mm -hmm. but at this point it's not it's not going to happen <laughs> do you think you could like get a couple of judges and tos on board and maybe make like a round table bit of content involving it yeah, so that's that's actually where I'm at now. I've actually talked with a couple of people um, kind of discussing that, Subin, because, like, me talking on Twitter is not necessarily going to help as much as maybe trying to implement some of these ideas or at least share them and figure out changes we can make to have a healthier discourse around this. Because there's also other attributes and, like, things that come into play, too. Like, people don't really trust our judges right now in a lot of ways because they're like oh they don't make the right calls oh there's a lot of things and that's a whole other subject matter because increasing the quality of judges is like just a whole nother subject you can it, dive oh, down yeah. it's it's, <laughs> it's hard because like when you're a, you're a un, unpaid volunteer for the most part 
not yeah. a lot of judges come on as like staff or payroll um they're compensated in in products and a little bit of a per diem like i've been down that road i refuse the staff at regionals ever again like i won't yeah do i won't do it again i'll to it at my local game stores and judge at other ones for cups and stuff but i won't go any further yeah people end up going into the negative on these events sometimes mm-hmm. you know they're doing it like for the love of the hobby the love of the game maybe they mm-hmm. have kids that play you know stuff like that so there's definitely a lot of self-sacrifice from our judge staff yep. and such but that's the thing too is just like you have to think of what our system to to do like to designate cheating or whatever is even based off of it's based off intentionality and it's like that's so hard to mm-hmm. call. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, how are you supposed to call that, you know? But that's the thing as well is like, I just feel like that entire system can somehow or can sometimes leave, lead to very messy outcomes too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I definitely think there needs to be internal, like not even community-based, but internal discourse about, you know, I don't know, rules and judging and... No it's there's so many judges though it's hard to get them all you're never going to get them all on the same page you know what i mean so it's like how do we i want your opinion on this do you feel as if all let's just call them uh mistakes or errors are created equal or should there be a a certain way to kind of decipher and determine you know what a penalty should be or what should happen or what, what do you feel well that's the thing that's kind of what i'm trying to say is that like it shouldn't matter as much if the person like did it intentionally or not because the no, error no, no, I'm is still there. i'm just talking about just uh just an error happens regardless of you know oh no no no, no 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 there's definitely a there's definitely a difference between like let's say uh, i'm trying to think of something um something yeah, that, like last night i was i was yeah. in, at locals i um the deck i play is zorark by the way i'm keep bringing that up oh, uh, the deck. <laughs> <laughs> he's beating the dead horse let's go <laughs> I play. Though, I do a lot of shuffling. I play Poke Gears. I play Mew, so I'm looking at six okay. cards. Uh, I play Crobat, Luminia. So I, I do a lot of shuffling, deck shuffling. I play the Crobat, no hand. I end up drawing seven because I also play Research. Mm-hmm. I also, you know, V-Star. I took seven, and my opponent's like, oh, you took seven. I'm like, oh, I did take seven. So I was like, okay, should I just put it back on top? Should we shuffle the deck? I said, I'll show it to you. Revealed it to him. Uh, the judge came. He just shuffled the deck up. Now, uh, an infraction like that, do you think that should be a two-price penalty every time, or is that something that could is there wiggle room for certain things that happen like if you if i draw extra card always two prize penalty or if i uh grab too many items off a supporter what what do you think about that i think uh i think they have it stated pretty clearly Mm -hmm. in the rules what that is i'm pretty sure it's always a two prize penalty yeah it it scales it scales it also Uh, depends on your age it depends on your age division as well. Okay. Um, you're allowed to scale penalties up and down. Say, for example, if it's like a juniors player or whatever, like, you know, if it was, it, it's really, again, it's on the call of the judge. It really yeah. is up to the, like, what they think is the best instance. But you can definitely scale those from, like, uh, an infraction to a warning to a full-on prize penalty, okay. depending well, on, like, here. the severity of the event. So, like, if you're at locals, I would say that, you, I personally, if you're at a local and there's nothing on the line, like, you're just playing, you know, like, for a couple booster packs it's different yeah. it's it's a lot it's different, different versus a 70 dollar regional or maybe where, a cup a regional something yeah, like that yeah, so yeah, maybe, yeah yeah i think i i agree with that actually i think locals are much different i think they i think locals inherently if it's not like a challenge or a cup or anything um that it's it should be more laid back because otherwise i think it could be kind of a huge turn off from like newer players mm-hmm. you know you never want to walk into a room where you're going to be like 
shark down and like get judge called for every little thing yeah. you do. And and when it's a locals sort of thing where there's a lot less on the line than like your traveling and championship points and like Subin said seventy dollars just to enter it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um it's much different. And I think there should be like a different atmosphere kind of cultivated from that. But let me ask you this, Gazer. Uh-oh. Let's say you're at like a regional or something. Okay. And let's say you make that mistake or whatever and they decide to like, I don't know not give you a two prize penalty they just give you a warning for it or whatever mm-hmm. what do you think is more impactful on the person making the mistake if they get that two prize penalty or if they get to just take the mistake back and continue playing like what are you going to remember more in the in your matches going forward that maybe you're going to be extra careful now because you don't want a two prize penalty sort of thing or you might forget again because there was no penalty for it. You know what I mean? Was, yeah, there was. There, I didn't have to pay a price for anything. So yeah, you're yes. exactly right. I There's I work at elementary school. I work with kindergartners, <laughs> and you know, a lot of times people say, hey, "Do they know?" And they, you know, you know, don't do that. And they do anything, whatever it is. They don't feel the the severity of that until we take away the recess or you know, take away their yeah. free time, their play time. So yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. I understand what you're saying. So I was just my question was just like, do you think that every infraction should be a two prize penalty or well, Subin says it scales up and down, but do you think like the system's fine that way, or should just you know this is the rule we say that whenever, whenever this mistake happens of this kind of nature, two price penalty or one price penalty, what you know anything like that? What do you think? I think I think the more you outline concretely what the rules are, the better situations you're going to have because you can't fight it. You know what I mean? It's like this is what it says in the rule book. This is what you signed up for. This is what you know is going to happen. I think when you get into like, like. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember what happened with like Isaiah for the the two item cards or whatever, because I think it was like a it was a I don't even remember what happened. Like I don't think he got DQ'd or anything. No, I believe um, I believe he still played in the event. I don't know. I I couldn't I couldn't find any uh, anything uh, beyond that he still played in the event when I was yeah. looking into it a little bit. Yeah, but also like I don't even know if they caught it and corrected it for stream or if they corrected it afterward or i don't know exactly what happened again they can't they don't really publicize those things so it's like whatever mm-hmm. but um but yeah it, it, the issues you run into if it's not concrete in in the rule books and stuff like that uh, and why the intentionality thing is also kind of a mess as well is that you'll have someone that makes the same mistake as someone else but one person got this penalty and one person got this one and that's where you cause a lot of turmoil within the community because it's like okay well why this person get this penalty but i did the same thing and i got a way harsher penalty you know what i mean and then then comes in like okay we don't trust the judges they're making bad calls oh it depends on who you are you know and it's just gets really messy so i think the more they concretely outline these things even if you think it's a little harsh like i would rather have it be a little harsh and then you learn and then you don't make that mistake again than it to be lax and then people are different getting different punishments you know what i mean yeah. or sorry not punishments but penalties yeah, yeah it should it should be more standardized like what happens instead of leaving yeah. it to the judge's discretion like my round three opponent oh. of baltimore had some of their cards double sleeved not all of them some uh, and i and I, I i noticed this after a suspicious boss's orders I picked up their discard oh. pile after asking them, and I'm going through, and it's just their full art cards. It's their gold cards, their shiny Italian, their supporters. I just put it down, and I call a judge. They come over, and he's like, "All right." Wait, like, so they got. Is it easy to notice that Steuben? Because I, I only noticed it. For. I only noticed it when the the boss's orders that they just played had an extra glare. 
Oh, wow. So I had That's no clue. Hard to catch. I had no clue until he put that boss in the discard pile and it glared a little bit different than every other card that he had. And wow. I was just like, can I look at your discard? Can I look at your You're discard like, pile? And I pick it up, and like, there's a there's a Clara in there that's a double sleeve that was a full art, uh, some shiny oh, wow. energy cards, but like you know, like common sobbles and stuff. They weren't double sleeved, so I just put it down. I called a judge. They came over. They got the deck check team. They had him unsleeve. Uh, they didn't even pick the deck up to verify that they took out all the double sleeves after the fact. And that was like, I was just like, oh, okay. Uh... They gave him a game loss. And then we, we, we proceeded with the match, but I don't think, like, in that situation, I feel like it should have been more severe, being what three, the three rounds say? in. Oh, they were, they were mad. They were mad. Um, did they say they, they it was just an right. accident? They, they said, said this was their first event, they didn't know the rules, um, oh, but, they, wait, but, but they were very mad. <laughs> they were very mad at me. And as we were signing the match slip afterwards, they're like, anything it takes to win, right? So that made me feel <laughs> like... The, were were they actually cheating or were they just upset about the fact and like i i i didn't know this person i didn't recognize their name like you wow. know if I, not the name drop people but like you know if i was sitting across from uh you know like zachary cooper or whatever like i'd be very careful with that instance knowing like the reputation of said player but mm -hmm. i i had no idea who the guy was um wow and I, you know, that, that I feel like that should have been a little bit more severe, like the deck check team should have picked up the deck and verified it that there were no I agree, because no like, if there's one card that's double-sleeved, then you should definitely check the rest for sure. Especially if they're going to give a game loss anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, you guys just scoop that game pretty much, right? Yeah, yeah, they gave yeah, him the so game, like, they gave him the game they loss and the, then uh, let him decide, you know, okay, you got the game loss, uh, so technically it's a loss, you decide first or second, so on and so forth. And then yeah. game game two, I, I played uh, Mew, um, they played an Inteleon deck, and this was Baltimore, so no Lost Origin. And yeah. uh, they start Mysterious Tale Mew. They went first. No, they let me go first. I'm sorry. They let me go first. So, you know, I, I you know, Fusion Strike System a few times. I get a, I get two Mews and two Genesis down, and I got a handful of four cards when my turn's over. They have a Mysterious Tale Mew. They just look at their hand for, like, 15 seconds. Mm -hmm. They don't even use their ability. They're like, all right, your turn. Show me the VMAX and the energy. And I was just Why? like, what? You don't even want to use your ability? Like, no, I'm over it. <laughs> they were they, they were mad. So like want to play with you. I, I yeah. think at that point, like they were were they cheating? I don't know. I again, you know, I, I don't know. Uh well yeah, but that's that's the thing, is that's that's the way the conversations go, is like, were they cheating? Were they not cheating? And that's really what we should not be focusing on. Because if you focus on like, you know, they they had cards in their deck that were double sleeved, which you're not allowed to do. No, it's no, very obvious. Yeah, you know that's, what I mean? it, that's a mark cards, technically. <laughs> yes, like, exactly. Yeah. Then then it's like there's it shouldn't matter if they did that intentionally or not, because either way it has to be corrected. Mm -hmm. And on their part too, that should be the thought process as well. Is like, oh, okay, well, even if I didn't do this intentionally, like I'm I didn't and and that's the thing is like if they said oh I didn't know the rules or whatever like I mean that's still on them for not knowing the mm -hmm. rules you know what I mean again like, 70 wanted... 70 dollar entry fee like you should at least <laughs> yeah. 
no familiarize a little bit. yeah yep yeah exactly so again it's like instead they probably walked away from that thinking oh this person's such a rule shark and you know they they called this and it was my first event and this was a horrible experience and pokemon sucks and stuff instead of just being like oh i didn't know this was the rules i'll read up on this make sure my stuff's good next time and take the penalty and move on you know yeah I mean? like they could have played game two out completely and we could have had a full set like it yeah but the, the fact the game, fact that they game. got super mad and like said you know anything to win right as we signed the match slip kind of made me yeah. feel like a bully almost for for calling it out and i shouldn't have to feel that way no. for having to no. call a judge and someone getting a penalty yeah. so like again like you were right on the head like when if our people are now afraid to call a judge and ask for help yeah um, in the fear definitely. of being canceled and you actually have you know, another reason I was kind of delving into this conversation was because I had a little bit of discourse back and forth with like some pro players, people that have been playing for years and years and years, actually saying that they will intentionally not call judges and try to either like A, because if if their opponent, let's say, is like slow playing or whatever, and they really think they're slow playing, they sometimes that backfires on you because if you like call the judge and then they think you're like rule sharking or whatever, it could be uh, bad for you or whatever. So a lot of pro players are no longer calling for slow playing. But then they were also saying, oh, if I make a mistake or whatever, um, and I didn't do it on purpose, again, introducing that intentionality to mm-hmm. it, then I should just be able to resolve it with my opponent. And as long as my opponent is okay with that resolution, then we should be able to work this out without even having a judge. And that, to me... This was coming from pro players saying this, I swear. And that to me is like the most corrupt thing ever because then you you introduce so many different variables that are completely unmeasured because you could have someone who's much more experienced with someone who's like new to the game mm-hmm. potentially and saying like, oh, I didn't mean or like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to do this. Let me just take this energy back. Is that cool? You know, and just kind of putting it on you. And then you're sitting there like, oh, I don't know if that's cool. Like, like I guess if they're saying that's cool, like, that's cool. Like, oh, I'm sure you didn't mean to do it purposely. Like, okay, sure. You know, even though, like, that's obviously, like, not cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. To just be making mistakes and then taking them back and then checking with your opponent. Also, you when you call a judge into a, a scenario or whatever, you actually have checks and balances because there's a whole judge team and you can appeal a decision that happens. So if they make a decision, like technically for you, Steuben, you could have been like, hey, shouldn't you check the entire deck if we already found one that was devil sleeved? And then they could respond mm-hmm. to you and whatever. And if you don't like what they say, you can appeal to a higher judge. Also, all those mistakes and stuff are then logged uh, into that record as well for these players. So if somebody keeps making you know, gameplay errors over and over again, but you're never calling a judge. They're never getting caught doing that. They could just be doing gameplay errors and getting away with it the entire event. Never logged. Yeah. The the event, the whole career, just forever. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's actually pretty, um, very big imbalance of power. I think that can come into play when you start, um, like, self-judging your games you know what i mean it's pretty bad but again people think that's like the way to go they're like oh well i didn't mean to do it purposely and it's like that shouldn't matter like you did something that broke the rules of the game so college judge resolve it take your penalty and move on you know what i mean 
Yeah. All right. We've definitely hit that on the head. Uh, we can do some stonks super fast before we do Q&A, and I'm like kind of going through some of these right now, getting some ready. Yeah. Some stonks. But just some last thing on the judging thing. Um, Just a final thought for anyone listening at home, just, you know, the, the, to kind of wrap this up. Uh, I think uh, the great rapper Tupac said this best, only God can judge me. So let's go. Just take that, <laughs> yeah, just take that as you guys will and just use that. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord. What have you done, man? No. What have you, you just came to mind? It's that know. it's that West Coast Cali life taking over your brain, dude. West Coast, man. Did you guys see that um NAIC might be uh on the West Coast? Oh, where did you see Cali? that, Gazer Beam? I seen a little uh, leak pop through on Twitter. Might not be true, but uh oh, a lot a lot of m- nights to make it sounds like Boo knows something we don't know, Stephen. <laughs> no, I don't know anything. Okay. All right. We'll go with that. Uh, I don't. No, I actually beam, don't. I got you. I mean, like no, you, you, you don't. didn't even, like you didn't know you were gonna go to regionals until like what the week before, right? As yeah, a, yeah, as a, yeah. They yeah. tell us everything very last minute. Yeah. Yeah. Week oh my gosh! Yeah, don't yeah. They're like, hey, can you drop everything and 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 go to the middle of nowhere in Illinois? And they're like, yeah, why not? Right? Sure. Well, so they ask us ahead of time what we're free for. So technically, I tell them whether or not I can do the events, but we don't know if we get those events. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I would love to have more of a heads up. And I'm hoping we have that because, like, if I'm casting Arlington in December, um, then I'll obviously be there to cast it. But if I am not casting, I want to play in it. You know what I mean? So, like, I would love to book that ahead of time and be able Mm to go play in it. But, I know that Jeremy um, purposely like asked off for some events because he planned to go play in them. So maybe I should have just done that, honestly. You haven't played since... What since Papers? Since uh, an official event? Since Indianapolis? I mean, that, yeah, Indy. Oh, and that's when... Oh. Uh, that's yeah. When, that when I got uh, robbed? Yeah, yeah. You ever catch, <laughs> anybody ever catch that guy? <laughs> no. I have the footage, though, and it is like two pixels. Cool. Right there. That's oh. this the guy. He moves right there. You see a little yeah, blur. The blob. Oh yeah. It's I'm still like I still go through it in my free time to just maybe see something. One day, but... like, that's that guy. That's that guy. <laughs> it's such it's like pointless. Like, why do they even have cameras if they're this bad quality? What's the point of having them? You yeah, know? that's that's Weird. unfortunate. Like what I've, what I've learned from uh, different shops, and I don't know if this goes for different, you know, probably different venues and things like that. Yeah. You have to have cameras for, I guess, legal reasons to say that you have cameras. So, you know, insurance purposes. Uh, they say, hey, I have cameras. And it's, it's not good quality, but I, we have cameras. Also, at the, same, in the, uh, at the same aspect, some shops don't have cameras. That way, police can't get, get involved with certain things like that. So there's reasons for uh, different things. So who knows why? But there's different reasons true. for different things. We have, yeah. we, we have, we have, we have cameras in our store. Here. You do? Yeah, we have cameras in our store. There's two okay. in the Yeah, two. my local card shop has cameras. They're literally yeah, everywhere the except for the bathroom. They're everywhere in the building except Good. for the bathroom. Good. Yeah, I'm going to in the bathroom. I have them in the bathroom for sure. <laughs> but no, most of the shops I go to have cameras, but there's one shop here that gets broken to like once a month. And oh, no. they, they have cameras, but they're not working. They're just kind of there. And that way, you know, they, the place gets broken into, the police get called up. Hey, do you want us to look into it? No, it's all right. Just because they Jeez. don't. Have the cameras. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, that seems yeah. like bad idea. <laughs> uh, uh, must be a, it's gotta be some reason, but yeah. But yeah, yeah. you haven't played since Indy. Yeah. Now, I, are, they, are you gonna I'm, play in any events this year? 
I'm itching to play paper. Yeah, I'm trying to go for my invite, but I'm slowly and slowly deciding if that's even possible with casting. If you're doing a good job casting, it might not happen. Well, I mean, when cups and challenges come back, you can, you know, win eight eight cups. There's 400 points right there. And if you can just sneak in the 256 like three times, you're in. They're going to start asking me to cast uh, cups and challenges. Watch. I snuck into 256 at Indy, so... Dude, I, was... I bubbled freaking 256 the last events I've been Are to. Are you serious? Every time. 531, oh, 531, no. five, man. I hate it. I played uh, Darkrai oh. at uh, Milwaukee and was one a win, one win away. Uh, I would have, I think I would have been maybe the only Darkrai in day two if I would have made it. Oh. Um, and then bubbled points at Baltimore. I think like 78 people bubbled 256 points with a 531 record. Just because the tournaments are so big now that like, you know, yeah. four or five years ago, 531 would have been like, oh, cool, you're in top 128. Let's go. And and now like it's just so big that I think the system might you need to change it. a little bit just to go with it. Who knows? Yeah. Let's keep growing. I mean, each one's been a record breaking number, so. Yeah, like ha- what yeah. happens when we hit two thousand player events? Like you oh have to, God. you have to go like eight zero to make day two at that point. Like if you follow the same points and everything, there's just no way. Oh, I think that's why they cap them. But also, I would love for them to not cap them. You know, like I would actually love for them to be able to expand them for mm-hmm. more players. Yeah, because I think the demand is there for sure. I, so. Do you think when we get Scarlet and Violet with like VGC coming back into the fold, the tighter caps will happen on events? I hope not, but yeah, I guess there's always potential. But VG to. has like no people though. They I mean, like barely brand, have any brand new game this time around though. Maybe maybe there's uh yeah, some true. growth for that. Who knows? We didn't really get that's to see. Good. We didn't. We really didn't get to see like what would have happened with um, Sword and Shield uh, being early brand on, yeah. new and yeah, hyped I mean, early yeah. on. So early on, you're right. Um, you guys heard it here first on the Gus One Podcast. Frosted Caribou says VGC has no people. It's bad. <laughs> Nothing going on. Whoa, 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 whoa. You guys heard it here first. Whoa, 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 whoa. Take and, Twitter clip yeah, it. Yes, and she <laughs> wants to fight Mahone. <laughs> she wants play, to fight Andrew play Mahone. TCG. Play TCG instead. <laughs> Stupid, we have some songs going on. What's yeah. happening, man? Uh, yeah, uh, prices do be, do be nuts this week. Yeah, uh, so this is the song segment in case no one doesn't, in case no one knows. I mean, this segment is sweeping the nation as well. Everybody's talking about it. Yeah. Uh, I was in a, my local card shop and people were like, Gazer, we got to have those stonks. I said, they're coming. Just wait. Stonks. They'll be here Tuesday. Just wait for them. But yeah, in this segment, what we're going to do is uh, look through cards that uh, are either increasing or decreasing, value wise or playability, and uh, discuss those for a second. So, Subin, usually handle the. Uh, the value side, I have no playability. What do you have this week? Dude, <laughs> Battle Pass is off. Oh my gosh. Off the rails. VIP Battle yeah. Pass, or ba- I'm sorry, Battle VIP Pass, let me be correct. <laughs> it's almost five. Get it right, it's almost $5 a copy. I seen it for four last week. It's five now? They're they're pushing $5 a copy. Oh Scoop Up Nets are still pushing $5 a copy as well. It's, it's insane that, like, these cards Ooh. need printings people want four of them in decks look at the lost engine decks now they all have four battle pass four scoop up net there's just like and they're they're uncommons there's they're uncommons there's not enough to go around uh people aren't selling bulk bulk is completely worthless right now so stores and normal people who get these cards in to sell them aren't getting them in because they're not buying bulk half the time that's whack it's it's insane (laughs) it's absolutely nuts 
$5. Someone uh, last week in our little group chat that we play locally was asking for Battle VIP Pass. I was like, yeah, I got a few extra. So yeah, so I'm what are they, like a dollar? So they're actually like $4. Like $4? Like they're four? What do you mean they're $4? They're like, wait, what? I'm keeping these. So I'll grab them like, like uh, the, the meme with Dave Chappelle. I'm like, grabbing, clutching all my cards. Like, $4? Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Well, that's like when, um, when uh, custom catchers happens, or like everyone knew mm-hmm. that, like after rotation, that oh, the only like gusting cards or whatever was gonna be custom things. catchers. Yeah, so they bought custom catchers for like ten cents, and they just bought tons of them, and then they went up to ten dollars for a custom catcher. Like, oh my god, that stonks. That stonks. Uh, Do you think yeah. that like cross switcher will hit that same point after rotation, after fusion strike finally dries up? Mm, what gusting cards are we losing? Is that it? it? Like we're no, we still we'll still have boss. Boss still will still exist. No, no. As long as there are other gusting options, mm-hmm. I don't think so. I don't think it'll ever hit that point. Okay. And uh, on the low end, uh, Giratina V Stars low as twelve dollars and forty nine cents on TCG Player at the current moment in time. Uh, compared to like you know two weeks ago, they're like twenty bucks. I think that's gonna drop more. It didn't. Uh, it, it didn't perform. As hyped up as a lot of people thought it was going to, and I, I didn't see it performing. This, I didn't see it matching the hype. I thought it'd be good, but I didn't see it matching the hype. It was getting so much hype, and yet uh, the hype. And I think it's going to. I think it's going to continue to drop a little bit. Yeah, uh, Kiram went down as well. Kiram's are about six dollars oh. for the V Maxes. Yep, Ar- that's surprising. Arceus V Stars are finally about twenty dollars. They've come down from that twenty-five dollar oh, price point for the first time in a hot minute. And then um, the shocker is uh, Palkia has gone up. They're about twenty-eight yep. again. Roughly, oh, no. so. I don't know. However, I think it's if it's not next week or this week, the Palkia and Dialga uh, collections come out. Mm, and okay, that, so oh, the surprise, the surprise that, Palkia. that that could make it dip a little bit because I mean you know new full arts usually it does uh, new new V stars. Like, it's like when they printed the Dedenne in the little toolbox mm-hmm. and like Dedenne's dropped to like two dollars or whatever mm-hmm. where they used to be like ten. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So a Crobat could have been crazy if they didn't, you know, print Crobat to Oblivion technically three True. times, four Crobat. times. Yeah, now. yeah. Crobat was crazy when it first came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Crobat yeah. was wild. And then the champion uh, or Shining Fates. Yeah, team. Oh yeah, team up Jirachi was nuts. Uh, maybe Comfy. Comfy. Oh. Comfy could hit those numbers. No way. Oh, no way. Because Jirachi was rare, and it didn't it only. Comfy's Co- Comfy's a rare. Uh, a non-hollow rare. Oh, I always forget that. That com- oh, you know what? Cramorant's not a rare though. Cramorant is also a rare. That's rare. And Sableye is a hollow. Sableye? Sableye is a hollow rare. Oh, what am I thinking in that deck? That's not rare then. They're all rares. Uh, Colrus is an uncommon. Uh, Mirage Gate's an uncommon. Mm. The Super uh, Nets might as well be rare. Well, the Pokemon, yeah, but if yeah. all the Pokemon are rare. Then yeah, they're they're I they're, they're rares. Rares for the Comfy and Cram, and then Sableye so is a rare. Yep, especially because the counts rare. the counts are high, so people need them. Yeah, market price on Comfy's two bucks. Uh, the promo Comfy from the high? build and battle kits are uh, six and change. Yeah, Ooh, but I yeah, think I think I think Sable I think Sableye is like three or four dollars though too. Let me double check on that one since I'm already here. But Sableye's got to be up there. Oh, Sableye went up. Yeah, lowest listing right now is four dollars and fifty one cents. There's only sixteen listings available on TCG oh. Player. So it's like you said last week, people are holding on to those Sableyes and those other cards because they're expecting some type of 
influx huh? so yeah cheapest yeah one yeah. one listing with four dollars or two dollars shipping so it's a six dollar card if you're factoring the shipping they have one copy available the next seller is six dollars with 99 cents shipping they have two copies available and then it's one at six with the dollar shipping and then one at seven and then they go up you know that deck is hard to play that deck is so hard to play though there's there's literally 16 copies of uh, Sableye for sale on TCG Player this moment in time. And if you're crazy enough to buy them, use the, the link down in the description below for the TCG Player <laughs> affiliate link. Let's go. Plug, quick plug. That's, that's the only plug. That's, plug. That, that's, only, that's the only real plug we have, uh, this uh, TCG Player. Hey, uh, you, you earned it with this pod. <laughs> but I have some songs for you, uh, playability-wise, what I think will increase in playability. Hear me out. This is a weird one. Okay. Zamazenta V, but not the one you're thinking of. The one with the regal stance, the one that we discard your hand, and draw five. Yeah, I uh, I put that in my um, Gudra deck. All right. I was okay. say, uh, what deck is it? I feel like that's a. I feel like they can go in a few decks, but it's also the uh, the attack, that revenge blast. If Kiram, and you know, improves the way I, I think Kiram will. I called Kiram last week because he's going up, and I called a Rangaroo, and a Rangaroo's gone up too. You seen that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Rangaroo's been in like everything almost. I called Rangaroo a Rangaroo. I called amazing. that one. But yeah, I think the Zamazenta can see some play just based off that Revenge Blast attack. Um, it can one shot Kiram's, and Kiram's are, are can be super dangerous. If if someone gets a Kiram going, it can knock out almost anything. So I think just having that Zam as like a backup thing and some type of a uh, I don't even know where it would go. But I just think it's gonna it's gonna find a way in, in decks, and also based on the ability too. You know, I'm having a slow turn. Let me just pitch my hand, throw it away, get out of here, five new cards. So I think that Zam might see some play somewhere. And the other card, you got, you guys kind of spoiled it. You guys touched on it. I think Cross Switcher is going to pop up in like everything. Mm. Yeah, there were a few it's lists that played like two copies of Cross Switcher of all things. Not four, just two copies. I can't remember which list it was. I think yeah. it might have been a Kiram list that played two copies of it in there. Just because like the Irida. Mm, yeah. It might have been. It might have been. Or or it was, it may have been Zach's too. Zach Crickler. Mm -hmm. It's gonna pop up because you can hit it with the uh, with the Orangaroo I mentioned. You know, Rotom phone, find it, Orangaroo it, switch something out, grab mm -hmm. it. It's just it's a thing now, so it gives you a chance to Boston. You can also research Marnie, whatever you need to do that turn, and also have a, a, a gust. So I think Cross Switcher won't just see playing a what like Mew or Intellion. It's gonna pop up in like just random decks now, just everywhere. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, Towards List plays four. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I got Cross Switch last night playing against Towards List, and I was like. That's fine, right? I can't do anything about. It. I, I lose. Yeah, I I hate loss. Oh, I love loss, but I hate playing against it. Yeah, yeah, me <sighs> too. Me too. <laughs> oh, same. Just gotta play a deck that beats it. Yeah. You think people are gonna be playing to beat Lost Box now, or playing to beat Palkia, or just trying to do even, or what do you think? I think if it's it... gonna be one of those if you can't beat them, join them kind of thing. I think we'll see more Lost Boxes. Yeah, oh, well, for sure. I think usually after a deck wins, you always see more of it. That's so. true. <laughs> but I'm telling you, that deck is so hard to play. It's so hard to play. Like, yeah, it's not easy. You have to be easy. a pretty skilled player to play that thing flawlessly. And that's the thing is, like, when you get to those, like, you have to decide if you're playing a deck to get you points or if you're playing a deck to win the event. And that's what, like, the pro players are, are playing the decks to win the event you know what i mean so yeah. they squeeze out those matchups in day one um but once they're into day two their list has to be better than yours and they have to be you know a better player than you pretty much to win it so the guy that i played last night playing a towards list uh so. game one was easy because i just had the two muse out he just got to he got the 10 cards and lost zone by turn two took out my muse right i run uh the 
Mysterious Tail Mutes took him out. Game two, though, it was a fight. He went back and forth. I got down to one prize, and basically it went to turns. And if he couldn't knock me out the following turn, I would have decked him out. And, it, you know, it was, it was real close. But um, he was struggling. Like you said, it's tough. He was struggling where to put the damage counters. He's like, okay, let's put yeah. three on the Crobat. Uh, let's put two on the Gengar. He, you know, he was trying to figure it out. And at one point, he did the math wrong. And uh, he had to come in with the Charizard too early and had to knock me out. And I could knock out his Charizard. And it was, it's, it's hard. It, it is hard to deck to play. It's good, but... It's a hard list to play. Yeah, like we can see more Lost City. I think I think it's pretty wild how little Lost City we saw in the field, honestly. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lost City's so good against like Reggies and stuff like that too. Just kind of yeah. like wipes them you off. You just the have board. to know how to play it, mm-hmm. you know. But the I mean, right we moments. saw Andrew Mahone how impactful Lost City was in his matchups on stream. You know, like it stuck for three turns, and that's what won him the game because all the Reggies just hit the the lost zone. It's like, what do you do? You know. Yep. So yeah, I'm I'm really shocked, and he only played one in the list. Of course, he had Palpat and Silene, but yeah, I think we'll probably see more Lost City if anything in decks. Yeah, because I mean, they can guard. bump it, but they they can't they can't bump it if you're using it in a in, in a strategic way to knock out. A certain Pokemon, you know what I mean? Like, they're, yeah, sure, they can bump it next turn, could, and it might not could stick. Could that be the counter to Lost Box? Could that be like a, a, a solid counter? Like, if I lost City, both your Sableyes, or I lost City, uh, uh, Comfy at the right time, could that be? No, it definitely. Be? I think I it definitely. I don't think it's don't just think like so. an instantly win. It's not. It's definitely not like an instant win, but I think it would be helpful for sure. Okay. Like I don't if know the, if the comfies, though. No, I, I think once you get to a certain point, the comfies don't even matter anymore. They're more of yeah, a liability. Definitely. They're definitely more of a liability later in the game, especially if you play in a mirror of that. Because then, yeah, you know, I think it would goon, be more for like ping and a scoop up net. The, the Sableye. I think also, I think that Snorlax worked pretty well against mm-hmm. the Lost Box too. The Snorlax. That Snorlax is pretty underrated, I think, it especially is. in like Mirage Gate decks. Yeah, I like I like how I John put the uh, Snorlax in his uh, Kiratina list for the Lost yeah. Box matches. Yeah, yeah, and if anything, I think we'll meet, see more variation of Giratina that like does beat the uh, Lost Box um, because yeah, like John was playing it as just a one prize deck. So if you can have the correct cards to just play it that way and outplay them because you got the first knockout or whatever, then like I think you you help that matchup a lot for sure. But mm-hmm. I think it still needs a a little bit of tweaks to the list for that Giratina. But then you're just using the Giratina to just roll other decks, you know? So Yeah, Giratina will give you a little bit more of an odd against some of the bigger like V Star V Max decks for sure. Yeah, like Kiram. Mm-hmm. So you gotta be able they to... don't have the wash energy like yep. Whoa. <laughs> yeah Pop. all right uh so let's do some q a because we've been we've been we've been at it for two hours now Whew. just looked at the i time. told you i told you Isn't i could... a kind of pod. Yeah. We, we have been going longer this season i will say we have been we've had a lot, a lot i to could talk make about. a joke but i don't want to get in trouble about that so oh, oh, oh my god gazer all right. Well, I mean, it, it happened on on a stream, so I'm okay. Never mind. <laughs> it happened on a regional stream. Chill, chill. I feel so bad for Kyle. He really did not mean it in that way. No, too. he didn't. Bad. He did oh. not. All right. So first question is from Totemon. Uh, all the questions this time are coming from Twitter. Uh, so thanks to everybody who asked. Uh, this one's from Totemon. Non Pokemon related. What's your favorite food and favorite dessert? 
You want to start, Steuben? Oh, man. Favorite food? I love chicken wings. Uh, like, I absolutely love chicken wings. Dessert? Mm. Red velvet cake, cheesecake, cookies, whatever. Red velvet, just in general. That's a crime. That's a crime. How is it a crime? <laughs> Red velvet is gross. Yo. Oh, no way. The, it's the cream cheese <laughs> frosting that's like the best no, part. No, that's what makes it gross. No. <laughs> <laughs> she's, not, she's not about the cream cheese frosting. But it's it's okay. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. She's oh. right though. Oh. <laughs> like wow, I might as well just eat a bagel if I want to eat cream cheese. She's, she's making I, so no, I don't, I don't like like <laughs> bagels with cream cheese, but I love cream cheese frosting. I I don't get it. I don't no, I no, no, no. I don't understand. No, no, no. I just I just don't like I, I you'll never catch so me have, eating a bagel with cream cheese. You and Emily are at a at a hotel and there's kind of breakfast. Hey babe, give me a, a bagel, no cream cheese though. Oh, is that oh. red velvet cake? Give me a slice of that. Uh, I mean, if there's if it's continental breakfast okay. and I have to eat, I'll get a waffle. They almost always have a waffle maker. Oh, interesting, interesting. Would you rather have a waffle over a pancake? Yeah. yeah. No way. Yeah. Also, I, the, the, the syrupy crevices. Yeah. Like no way. Right I got. No I'm, way. I'm impartial. Uh, Boo, you're right about the cream cheese. Sue, you're right about the waffles. The only the only time I'll okay, not to shout out like a national brand or whatever, but the only time I'll pick a pancake <laughs> a, a pancake over a waffle is if you go to Bob Evans, you get the cinnamon supreme pancakes. Uh, but they also took those off the menu okay. recently, so oh, I'm very so mad about matter. that. Yeah. It so matter. it's it's waffles until Bob Evans. I'm calling you out, Bob Evans. <laughs> Bring back the cinnamon supreme pancakes, or there will be hell to pay. <laughs> People are, are they're demanding it. They want it. They're coming in droves looking for those those pancakes. They, they got to have them. They You're were, right, Steuben. They were really good pancakes. You know, I never expected on this podcast that we would have Steuben threatening Bob Evans. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, At the same time, we had, uh, you know, Frosty Caribou wanted to fight Andrew Mahone, so. I know, right? Yeah. I, I, I feel like I'm going to log on to Twitter and that's going to be clipped. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Well, I missed the episode about a month ago. I was, do, I was playing in a winner box. I ended up losing it. But about a month ago, I missed the episode, and somehow Steuben and the Trainers Guild, uh, Nine Card, and the the other homies, Vulcan Turtle, they started a hashtag Blame Gazer as as a thing, <laughs> and it started trending it, like you know for a couple of days. I'm like, what are you guys doing? I've seen hashtag Blame Gazer. I've seen it like three times in the chat tonight. It happens every day in Discord. I see it on Twitter at least three or four times a day. I see it on every Twitch stream. I think Su- I think Sunny has a command now that's like ha- no, something, something gazer and it's like hashtag blame <laughs> so gazer. That's bomb. Nope, there that's it is. a good no, question. Yeah. Oh wait, wait, we're still answering yeah, gazer. Yeah, yeah. It's your turn. The food and the dessert. Food. I'm a I'm a pizza kind of guy. I enjoy pizza. I enjoy okay. pizza because there's so many different options okay. to it. So many different okay. ways. As long as it's not pineapple, pineapple, okay. Mine <laughs> pineapple. What? Yeah, I won't. I won't order what? it. But if it's there, I'll have a slice. Yeah, same here. Okay. Do pineapple pizzas always come with the ham as well, or is it usually just the pineapple? Um, I don't, I don't eat wine. either it's, of them. It's not a wine pizza. Yeah, there's there's yeah, one that's like, popular. It's like pepperoni, jalapeno, and pineapple. Oh my uh, god, that sounds terrible. Uh, huh? Yeah, <laughs> it, it's 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 like on a lot of like local menus here in like Pennsylvania. I'm not gonna Only lie. In Ohio. I I live in Pennsylvania, thank you. I don't live in Ohio. I go to Ohio for work. Wow. Well, um, for dessert though, um, Steuben, you know what? I I like a good Blizzard from from Dairy Queen. Yeah, yeah. that's a good answer. Which one though, Gazer? There's one one? uh, that I used to get called the uh, I think it was called Chocoholics. It had brownie pieces and 
chocolate flakes and it was it was just oh was that's crazy. uh the uh, uh emily will know the name Stream or something uh, like that. It was. emily if you're if you're paying attention in the chat what what's the name of that one we know what that one is she, you're she'll you're using, like, taco she, lovers or something she, she'll know what it is something about chocolate chocolate something. i think it's like choco supreme <laughs> wow that's a name <laughs> they i think they have one that's called peanut butter lovers that's like super good is that with like, the core it... or whatever in the middle with the peanut butter? No, no, no. It has oh, like I heard about that. It, I think it has like re it's like Reese's pieces in it. Um, but I get it with usually it comes with vanilla, but I get it with chocolate and it's like way better. And now I'm depressed again. We don't have a Dairy Queen in my city. Oh and wow. the time I went looking for one in Sacramento, both Dairy Queens I went to, their machines were down. So I think I'm gonna get Dairy Queen what? for lunch tomorrow, Gazer. I'll make Thanks sure I'll send you a picture. I'll get a nice chicken strip basket mm -hmm. with a mini Come blizzard on, on the stop. side. You know, I'll ask for extra that. gravy. Stop. <laughs> oh, sad. Boo, what's your favorite food and dessert? Mm. I think my food, it has to be sushi. I love sushi. I'm a huge really? su a sushi person. Love. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually between that or like a very well done, or not, sorry, not well done, but a very well cooked steak okay. <laughs> that's medium rare. <laughs> But those are very, I mean, those are like kind of bougie picks, you know what I mean? The like Gazer said pizza, and I'm like picking super expensive foods, <laughs> but they're my favorite. And then uh, for the dessert, easy um, chocolate lava cakes, like molten lava cakes oh, with yeah. ice cream. That's with ice cream. Yeah. Easy pick. You ever That's had the one. ones from Domino's? Oh, those are like, those are like. B-rated compared to Chili's, oh. yo. I've never. Heard. Oh no, okay. Um, Chili's. This whole segment, I'm being unbiased. You guys are both correct. Those lava cakes from Domino's, they are good. Yes, but uh, yeah, Caribou's right. Boo's right. They're, it's the Chili one, or uh, is it Chili's or is it Applebee's? Oh, I think it might actually be Applebee's. I don't know because I don't actually go to the restaurant except for the lava cake. So He's walking, give me the cake. It's one of those. I think it actually might be Applebee's. Gazer. One of two, but yeah, right. that cake is 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 glorious. Subin, you need to get one of those if you haven't had it. Yet. I will. I will try it. I will try it. Yeah, it's weird too because I actually don't like um cake usually. Like cheesecake is like I like cheesecake, but normal cakes or like cupcakes and stuff, I'm like not a huge fan. Like I'm a so it's weird that I like like lava cake, but it's just different, different because you pierce yeah. into it and then it's like uncooked chocolate comes out. Yeah, yeah. with the ice cream. Oh, yeah, she's right. So good. Oh, the you hot fudge. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so good. All right, next question. Uh, I'll go ahead. Oh, go. Yeah, no, all right, all right, all right. We're fine, Gazer. Okay. <laughs> oh, we have a question here. Okay, given that Lost Zone Box won recently, thoughts on Rogue slash Non-Metadex suddenly gaining traction in the TCG. I wouldn't even call Lost Zone Toolbox. That, that for sure is not Rogue. Rogue. Yeah, I wouldn't even yeah, call it that. that. That is like BDIF, yo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that ain't Rogue. <laughs> yeah. I think people just have this misconception sometimes that like one prize Single decks prize are day. always Rogue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I would love to change because I wish we had more options for one prizers. And now with the best one prizers that we have, we have no options for other one prizers. Sable, exactly. Sable like yeah. completely gatekeeps every yep. single other like evolution Pokemon that isn't a V. Yeah. So yeah, kind of rough. rough. <laughs> All right, this one is from Hollerman TCG. Whatever happened to bag checks at regionals? I don't know. Ask TPCI. 
Uh, yeah, honestly, that's a good question. I was wondering that because they didn't have them at Peoria. And didn't, I was like, did not have them at weird. Baltimore either. And I, I like, I went up like as I'm walking in, I was like, all right, I took my backpack off and I opened it up, and he's like, what are you doing? I was like, um, bag check. He's just like, oh, you're good to go, man. I was like, you didn't even look. What are you doing? I I don't, don't do know. That. Yeah, I don't know. That's very odd. So I guess that'd be something we'd have to, you know, rally the entire community. Advocate to, for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can, can, we, can we maybe People get more of those bag checks? checks? The community wants it. They're they're frothing at the mouth for it. They yeah. want bag checks. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, it definitely makes every feel everybody feel a little bit safer. You know. Uh, yeah, we, we, definitely. We don't want to have any incidents with like an active shooter or anything like that, and that helps prevent that. Yep, that's true. There actually was like an active shooter, not at our event, but hey, in. Yo. At NAIC, there was an active shooter in Columbus while we were all there. Yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and it's wild because we got into um, me and my friend Jordan. We got into an Uber and we were going back to my hotel to like I was going to change clothes. And then we we're going to go out to like go to some bars or whatever. And this was after NAIC had like concluded. And our Uber driver was saying like. Like they were saying, like, yeah, someone was shot on this street, and we didn't realize that he was saying, like, like 10 minutes ago. I, we just thought that he was saying, like, oh, yeah, this is kind of a dangerous area or something. I don't know. So we didn't even like think twice about it. We were like, why is he talking about this? This is kind of weird. And then we got back, we changed, we went out, we found this really cute bar, but they closed at like 12. So then we were like, oh, let's go find somewhere else. And everywhere on Google, it said they were open. But we went there and they were not open. It was like super closed. Yeah. And we were, we kept doing this. We went to like three places and we were like, why is everything closed here? So then we we're like, whatever. I guess we'll just go back to our hotels and like, that's it. And then we got back to the hotel and like open up Twitter and like Puka's on Twitter. Like, get back to your hotels because there's an active shooter like actively in columbus ohio and we're just like walking around in the streets and stuff too, like not even knowing. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's kind of unwild. Like, that's what well, is kind of wild for Columbus because, like, I've been going there forever. I used to play Yu Gi Oh! and they had regionals like multiple times a year. And I never felt unsafe once in downtown Columbus. I always thought it was pretty, really? pretty, pretty clean and yeah. good compared to a lot of other places I've been to. But yeah, that was like a kind of a shocker to hear about that. They always that. have it in Columbus, don't they? Uh, NAIC, uh, technically, yes, since it's been NAIC, but the last time it was, um, um, like, nationals it was an indie oh okay okay back in 2016 i want to yeah, say i'm wondering i'm wondering if they'll take you out of columbus now because so many people got their cars stolen too the rumor is that the contract expired in columbus this oh, year okay but they, they had a multi-year deal locked in i wonder where they would do it then they could go back to indy if they really wanted to but they had a regionals there so i mean who knows different season technically or whatever but still i don't want to i definitely don't want to go back to indy that's for sure they should just do it in nashville (laughs) you wake up and you're like all right cool short little drive out of bed let's go well i'm moving so it wouldn't even be when i'm actually i'd actually be mad if they did in nashville because i'm like dang it i just moved now you want to do it now Now i gotta go back (laughs) because that's what happened with worlds when they had worlds um in nashville i moved there like after that <laughs> so it's like oh man they're just doing it to spite you now at this point <laughs> know, right? like oh she's here no, no events oh she's leaving all right events oh she's out of here all right we can have it in nashville now <laughs> oh man all right gazer you want another do another question 
Um, okay. This one is definitely geared towards Boo. What is your dynamic like being a content? Hang on, uh, you gotta shout. Um, you gotta shout that man out. That's Papa Neth. You just <laughs> you can't disrespect Papa Neth that way. Listen, uh, Papa Neth, I, I sincerely apologize for uh, just reading the question without you know giving you giving you the cred. It. Yeah, I, I apologize sincerely. Papa like, Neff says, "That's better." <laughs> What's your dynamic like being a commentator for T TPCI events while also offering your own content on YouTube? Are there limitations to your content now that you're working more directly with Pokemon, or what's that like? Oh, like as far as like what I can and can't do, I think is maybe what so. they're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not those you know things you can talk about. Um, can't do, can't say. I don't think so because, uh, I mean, obviously, I can't make a. Uh, like uh, any sort of innuendos like Kyle did on this stream. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my content has like, um, because right when I got on YouTube, like shortly after was when they were enacting all the COPPA laws and such, where it made a lot of weird gray areas for like what you could and could not do and still monetize on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, I'll just keep it like clean and pretty family friendly on my mm -hmm. channel because um you know there's still like jokes and stuff here and there but nothing like crazy or anything so i already don't like curse or anything on my channel so i'm pretty i'm pretty uh brand friendly i would say you know and some people are like oh she's so controversial she has you know she's always starting drama in the community and it's like what is my my drama saying that i should have the choice whether or not to sleeve my card like oh my god how controversial Oh, I want to better the discourse about cheating. How controversial. <laughs> like people just turn it into controversy because they like don't want me to have yeah, it. Prosecutor was always bringing up something. I, ooh, I know. I, ooh, always pointing things out. Ooh, you damn kids get off my lawn. Like, it's like <laughs> yeah, that. Right. It's like that kind of like crotchety old man next door yelling about his grass. Yeah. That's my I've fence. I've literally had two people now. One was actually adding Pokemon, trying to get me kicked off of commentating because of the sleep thing. Yeah. And then another person saying, like, you shouldn't be able to say this because you're a TCG commentator. I'm like, what? Because they were trying to say that I wasn't, um, that I was, like, advocating for, like, different rule sets or something. Or that I was telling people something different from, like, the Pokemon rules. And I was like, no. Every time I have stated the rules... It has been exactly what the Pokemon rules are. And, like, I've stated that very clearly. The discussion I'm having is unrelated to the Pokemon rules. So, yeah. It's just people people want to turn things controversial, but it's really not controversial. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I don't think so. As far as that goes, um, no. I think, uh, I think I'm chill to, you know, I think... I think if anything, Pokemon is actually a pretty progressive company in that sense. And... The fact that they like, you know, people speaking up about things or being like, as long as it's in like a healthy, productive way, you know, you're never going to get in trouble for like something that you believe in as long as it's not hurting anybody else, you know? So, yeah, okay. I've gotten lucky well, and I've gotten uh, code cards for the last couple of sets for streams and, and YouTube and such. So like, and you know, we have this podcast as a platform to talk about whatever and they haven't taken um, that away from me. So yeah, I mean. Not okay. at the level of, like, no. connectivity with you are, like, with them, but still, like, they're not going to tell you not to do your thing. Yeah, really? I think the only thing they strongly avoid, for sure, is, of course, like, leaks or, like, ROM hacks and stuff like that. Promoting mm -hmm. anything that's, like, directly against the Pokemon brand or whatever. 
it's definitely a big no-no for sure. Like Don't you can't post. Yeah. Or like something happened where like, like I couldn't post, like I, I actually asked because I, I just thought about it before, but we got our badges and stuff for worlds like ahead of time. Um, mm -hmm. And I was going to post like how cute it is, you know, the design on it. But I was like, Oh, am I like leaking this or something? Even though like, you know, they're going to see people are going to see me walking around with it, but I couldn't post that because people could have um like made like counterfeit one like they could take the image and like print it out and try to make fake ones you know so yeah i'm part of that look at me exactly there's some things oh, yeah. or like you know we can't announce that so we're like casting things before they announce it sort of thing so yeah you gotta of wait for them to do it all yeah of course there's things like that but as far as like how it affects my content traveling around so much and then also having to play catch up back at home with like work and yeah, my, my house and my pets and stuff is i am struggling right now balancing it all <laughs> you might not have limitations but how is it all affecting you know just your content you just yeah that's yeah. my next follow up question to that that's that's kind of struggling <laughs> that's kind of it's kind of sad in a way isn't it because i'm sure you have ideas and things you want to do and talk about and just you can't find enough time sometimes. Oh, I have so many ideas and videos and things I want to talk about. But that's the thing is like um, my channel is primarily opening product, right? So by the time I do actually get a chance to make a video and stuff, because I run a lot of extra things. Like I have a Patreon that also connects to like a shop as well. So I'm running those two things as well. And then um, a ton of other like backend stuff that I do. Um on top of that, like I edit all my own videos, so I don't have a team like, or anything like editing, so. helping me. You know, I get tons of emails every day too um, that I have to respond to, events I'm going to, planning and stuff, and then balancing that with like personal life too. It's very hectic. So by the time mm -hmm. I actually do get time to make a video, like my ideas and cool videos and stuff, I do kind of get put on the back burner, and then I just end up doing an opening because that's like what my channel's based around well, primarily. Yeah, exactly. You had a yeah. video about um, I think it was four, five, six months ago, you played yeah. uh, one of my favorite recent decks, uh, Gardevoir. Oh, like and the baby Gardevoir? Yeah, yeah. Baby Gardevoir. yeah. Chicken parm. That was yeah, I, I just, I like that. I like that deck. I like that card. I, um, I love those types of yeah. videos. I think they're so fun. And they're actually yeah. relatively easy to edit for me in comparison to openings, because they're very, like, fluid. Um, whereas openings, anything can happen. And I added a lot of like memes and jokes into my videos, but mm -hmm. yeah, I would love to do more TCG content, especially for sure. Hey, there you go. That's a, a lot of people want it. So give it to them. I know. Yeah. I know. And you have people time, of course. They're, they're lining up in droves. They're, they're sweeping the nation. They There's want something, more food. There is something that I'm announcing later in the month that will make a lot more sense as to why i've been struggling so much the past year huh oh, just a little yo also i'm traveling somewhere next week too and that's unrelated to you know casting or whatever um as well so there yeah there's a lot of like background projects as well that i'm like i can't even talk about yet so it's it's hard to be like people are like where are you boo you haven't posted in like a month and i'm like i swear i am like working to the bone <laughs> so yeah. sitting around eating cheetos don't worry <laughs> i wish i wish <laughs> you guys heard it here first on the gus one podcast frosty careful has secret projects going on she can't talk about uh big yep. big projects in the works things are happening uh you guys heard it here first yeah and i'm gonna have to be moving soon too so that's gonna just be 
another oh, monkey the packing, the, the hauling. Yeah. I did that last year. Oh. Oh, Holland Cube, baby. Holland Cube. And I didn't even move out of state. I just moved. I moved literally up the street. I moved 10 minutes away from where I am now. And it's, oh my gosh. Well, I've yeah. obtained, I, I've obtained a lot more things <laughs> since I've lived here. So yeah, I have a lot of stuff that I definitely did not have before. So yeah, it's going to be crazy to have to move everything. All right, I'm looking yeah, through. You want to tackle another question? Or? I'm looking through them right now, and a lot of them are things we've already covered, like uh, getting into, getting into casting and stuff like that. Um, Perfect. Uh, this well, I'll do half of Ray's question. Uh, the first question he asked about how do you start playing, you know, and blah blah blah. But the second, the non Pokemon semi Pokemon related question they put is, "Who did your Boo TCG card? They are lit, and I wanted to design one myself." <laughs> that is Keith. Keith. Um. Wait, hang on. Let me see exactly what his Twitter ad is so I can show you. Keith is like an amazing artist and super like he's my favorite Pokemon artist like by far. Okay, so the Twitter app for Keith is Keith. So K-E-I-T-H and then Montalbo, I think is how you say the last name. M-O-N-T-A-L-B-O. That is the artist who is behind that beautiful card. He did my first card too, and then did the obviously the updated version as first well. First so. card, did you have a first card? Yeah, my first card. It was it was me before I had bangs, so I have no bangs, and my hair's lighter. Uh, and then I had a Psyduck on me as well. Okay, I'm about yeah. to look that one up. Is that on? Is that on your Twitter or was that? Uh, I mean, I can grab it if you want to see it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I've never seen the first card. Okay. Oh, actually, it won't even show. My uh, camera is like a fixed focus, so it actually won't even show you. Uh, I'll find a picture of it for you and put it in the chat, Gazer. Okay. Perfect. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah so that's cool. the last of the Q&A. Uh, so, yeah, cool. at this point in time, the floor is yours. Uh, any plugs, any shout-outs, anything you want to say to the people out there listening? The people. Um, well, first of all, thank you both for inviting me. Thanks for randomly coming into my stream. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm, just saying. I'm gonna be back. I'm gonna be creeping you. Uh, yeah. Get ready for it. I, I've been uh, mostly active on YouTube the past few weeks, but I still, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been bad. I've been playing Fortnite with the boys on on Twitch. The boys. It's been, it's been so much fun. I don't know why. I always hated Fortnite, and then I started playing the No Build, and I'm like, oh, I like this game. It's fun. You dig it. I I feel that. I feel that. Actually, not because I don't play Fortnite at all, but I can understand that in a different sense with other games. <laughs> like, that's how I am with Unite a lot of times. I, like, play it hardcore, and then I just stop for, like, two months straight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, it's fun to pick yeah. it up, and then, like, then you get into, like, bad matchmaking cues, and you're like, oh, I hate this game. Yeah, and you're like, I'm done. Or I think, like, playing with other people also, like, has a lot to do with that, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, having a yeah. having a full party versus solo queuing, and yeah, into people who just like don't even follow a lane and just go off and Let do whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's I'll pretty go bad. I'll go jungle too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have four people on your team going jungle. <laughs> but um, yeah, I forgot what we were even talking about. Uh, you're, you're the floor. Saying? The floor is yours. Uh, shout oh, outs, oh, plugs. Just, uh, wow. To uh, plug myself. <laughs> Uh, I'm so bad at vlogging, but 
Uh, yeah, I'm just Frosted Caribou on everything except for Instagram. Is Frosted Pokey Boo. I also have um, my own shop too. I sell like cute stickers and pins. I work with JoJo Jordan, um, my artist, and we collab on things, and it's super awesome. Pokemon related stuff. So. Yeah, I saw the cool. Squirtle Squad uh, pin today. I was like, that's cute. <laughs> that's cute. It's so cute. Yeah, that's one of my favorite ones. TCG pins, so nice. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Awesome. So yeah, uh, links will be in the description. They're already here if you're watching on YouTube, but if you're listening to the pod on Anchor, uh, Spotify, Google, Apple, links always down in the description below, as well as all of our other socials and stuff for Gazer and I. Gazer, what do you have to uh, say at the moment? I just want to say this was awesome. Uh, Shelby's been a great chance. It's been great to talk to you. Um, I don't want to say you're so much more down to earth than I thought, but I'm like, hey, she's she's big time, you know. Um, <laughs> I gotta watch what I say. We gotta, we gotta, you know. Sue and I talked earlier. You know, we debriefed earlier. Like, okay, we gotta watch what we say. We have to act differently. We can't be ourselves. We were, were totally ourselves. Yeah, we, so, we, we were completely ourselves. We, I, we were, I think we were both a little nervous. I'm not gonna lie. Are you serious? A little, a little, a, a smidge, <laughs> a little smidge. It's you know, sometimes I get mad and I swear a tiny little bit, but it's never anything like crazy or whatever. Like, you know. I know. I don't think I've, I don't think we've dropped the f bomb on the podcast or whatever. I don't think we've uh, done that. Your doom do that one time. Oh yeah, doom doom did. Yeah, doom did. But, but <laughs> so whatever. But we didn't do that, you know. <laughs> yeah. If anything, I'm more clean than Steuben. Yeah, Gazer. I don't know, man. Most, most aspects. Most. You got to watch some most. of his vods on Twitch because this this man is ridiculous. <laughs> It's wild. No, it's wild. You got to see Gazer Moon's transformation if you oh, haven't. Wow. Uh, I'm glad none of the. I'm glad there's not a lot of like clips or anything from when I ran through. I played Dark Souls. Uh, oh, so you are you are expletives. Uh, <laughs> rage was it rage? Yeah, it took me like I think it was like twenty something hours to beat Pontiff in it. So, <laughs> oh man, yeah, definitely not a. Not I met, at all um, what I'd let allow on my YouTube. I met a primetime wizard. I don't know if you know who he is, uh, Boo, but uh, so you know primetime. Yes, I met primetime yes. wizard a couple weeks yeah. ago, and his streams are all like he's all upbeat and, and you know he's G. It's not even PG rated. It's, it's G rated. He's all upbeat and there's no oh, bad yeah. words. I met him in real life. Oh my gosh, we're at the card shops, we're at restaurants. He's just <laughs> I'm like this is yeah. I'm like so this is primetime wizard. You know off the records. Okay, yeah. this is nice. This is cool. But no, just um, the fact that Sue and I were able to be ourselves means you're just more, I don't want to say more down to earth than, than we thought. We thought you were like a really cool person, just, you know, not big headed or anything like that. Like, oh, my ego. But just the fact that we were just able to really completely be ourselves, let loose. And the fact that you, I'm sure you had a good time. This is your, your typical podcast. It's a little different. Yeah, yeah. But, um, this is just great. Just thank you for the time, the opportunity, and the chance to speak with you, ask you a few questions. This was, this was great. This was dope. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys felt that same way. That's cool because the same way here. So thank you. Great. Well, that'll. I guess that that's it. We're done. We did it. It's uh, a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> again, links to everything will be down in the description below. If again, if you're on Spotify or Apple, don't forget to leave us a review. Help more people find the podcast. Share it with your friends. Spam it in Discord servers. Retweet the tweets. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, Gust of Wind Pod. All that nonsense. Follow Gazer on Twitch. And eventually, if he ever decides to make YouTube content, follow him there. Or sub- I'm sorry, subscribe. And then, of course, uh, subscribe. You know all that. All that. It, I don't know how you guys do it. It's 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 fun. It has its moments. Yeah. And thanks to everyone who came out to watch. Too. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the live chat. Uh, 
we've been we used to do these on twitch if you guys all remember for the past but we've been doing it live on youtube we'll, we'll probably go back and forth in the future just depends on like the guest i think honestly it makes the most sense depending on where most of their community could potentially be so we'll we'll play it by ear on those but yeah that's it as always mm -hmm. i'm steuben joined by my partner in crime gazer beam thank you boo for joining us thanks for inviting me see you guys next week peace see y'all